0: all right welcome to another episode of soul Soul feeling Feeling. where you get your soul fed and we have an amazing episode for you guys today because we are talking about all things transition all things change we have a very special guest My friend, motivational speaker and author, Blake here. Tell them a little bit about yourself.
1: First of all, thank y'all for having me. Um, What I do is I go in and I impact youth. I like to refer to myself as an influencer. Um, I was real passionate about impacting people growing up or just caring for people and I've been a natural leader. Um, I didn't go to high school. I mean, I didn't go to college right after high school ended up going to Prairie View a and University, and then upon graduation, I started working in financial aid. Mm-hmm. So I noticed that there was a need to help students before you get to college, mainly. Not just right. dealing with financial aid, but understanding just the process of transitioning for admissions, registration, and financial aid. So right. I just made it a mission to create my own platform, which is called The Transition, and I have a book called The Transition Guide and Journal. So I go into yes. schools and I do sessions and programs and workshops and talks that's based on the content in the book. And really my main goal is to push the culture forward. That's beautiful.
0: Wow.
2: You're on the Culture Network,
0: if you didn't know that. I don't think y'all knew that, but that's the name of our new network. That's beautiful. The Culture Network. Shout
3: out to the culture. We're doing it for our culture. His shirt is saying it all right now. Go ahead and model that shirt real quick. (laughs) Black Black history
1: in the making. If you need one, contact us, go to harleyhome.com, or just contact us at harleyhome.com. harleyhome.com.
3: Who's Harley Home? Millennials, we never at home. (laughs) Right. But
1: always repping. Yes, Harley Home is
3: always repping. Always repping, because we are black history in the making. Right now, (laughs) this generation.
1: It's getting to the point for me, especially with wearing this shirt, it's like, yo, we just black history.
3: You're right. We just You're right because right. right. we making right it. History, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's being made as we speak. Yeah. It's in the making.
0: All right, guys. So, <laughs> <laughs> did y'all want to talk about for the culture? For the culture. Just speaking of the whole Harvey Weinstein thing that's going on. I don't know. What we were talking about it before we started, but I'll explain it to both to y'all. Let's get y'all's yeah, so initial go reaction, basically. Sure. A guy named Harvey Weinstein, He is in, like, the public eye. And he is, like, one of the major, I don't know, he's, like, major men in Hollywood. And so (laughs) he could get you roles like that, or he could blackball you. And so he has been using his power to sexually assault um, women. So even Angela Jolie came out, Gwyneth Paltrow came out and said, yes, I've been sexually assaulted by him as well. Um, And it all stemmed from this one girl he touched her breast apparently and then she went to the cops like a lot of people didn't go to the cops uh, and then they sent her back out with him to with like a recording and so you could hear him saying like come in and come in here i'm not gonna touch you again i'm not gonna touch you just come in and just you know and it was really bad i'm not gonna do it again i'm not gonna do it again blah 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 mm-hmm. anyways um and so now Alyssa milano she put on twitter it'll be Really cool to see if you've been sexually assaulted. Put me too, just so y'all can see the impact of you know how women are treated these days or all all along. Um, And so there's been many people, if you've seen on your timeline, why people are saying me too, me too, me too. Because when I kept seeing that, I was like, what? What's that mean? So I looked it up, and me too basically means I've been sexually assaulted in some type of way. And it's just kind of sad because you start seeing your friends around there, like, dang, what happened? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just want to get y'all's perspective on that.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, from the standpoint of, uh, I would like to reiterate something that I heard uh, Rizzo say on the Breakfast Club. I think people that do those things that try to abuse their power is because they just don't have the naturally the natural ability to check the opposite sex. So mm-hmm. once you get into certain positions where you have money or you have that type of power, you Put yourself in a position to abuse it. On the right. other side, like you just gotta stand strong though, and not go for different things like wanting to do sexual favors to work your way up to the top. Right. They gotta be a moral decision. Um, if you don't, if you don't get that job, then you just gotta deal with not getting that job and go on for the next thing. And I know that's probably easier said than done. But I mean, I feel the same way with the NFL situation. If the Texans come up to me right now and they offer me a million, it's a good chance that I wouldn't take it, because I just don't agree with the morals Mm -hmm. of the organization and based on what the NFL is giving off. So I just would pass up on the bag. I'm not going to let them screw me to get it. So Mm -hmm. it's two sides to it. I think that people abuse those types of uh, um, positions. And then on the other side, uh, you know, if you can, if you're not being, you know, forced, You just got to move on and just pass up on those types of uh, opportunities because it's really not one.
3: Exactly. And I want to just go back onto a conversation that Tiffany and I was having yesterday, actually. And I think... Oh, this was us that was talking but I want to say I feel like I feel like we, this was us in the conversation but it, I could have been talking to someone else but and we were saying that if it feels wrong or if it's questioning your morals those are not things that's led by oh, God yeah. that's that's uh-huh. led by something else so I definitely agree if it's something that doesn't feel right or sit well with you then that's not something that's destined or ordained for you so I feel like Pass up on that because if you thought you was about to receive a blessing and doing something that you had to go through a guilt trip to get or to have and don't feel um, whole after it, then I don't think it was truly destined for you to have that thing. Anything that God sends into your life is not going to be something that's out of pity or an act of shame or an act of embarrassment or guilt. It's going to be something that you can genuinely embrace and, and, and cherish and feel good guilt-free about it once it's all said and done. And the benefits are going to be out of something that you can even imagine, be far beyond that, your, your imagination.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, no, uh, I know me personally with the Me Too um, mm-hmm. movement, with it, uh, when my mom died going into the sixth grade, I didn't talk to nobody about it. So if you mm-hmm. did go through certain things, then it's important that you do express it and put mm-hmm. it out there so that you can mm-hmm. have people that, that's there that want to have your back Let them have your back or let them Mm -hmm. be there for you to talk to them. Because if you're going through those things, especially if you put out Me Too, if it was a call for that, if Mm -hmm. you went through certain things, that means that you're crying out for help in a way. So if you put it out there or if you see somebody put it out there, check on them. Because they may need that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people go through different things in life. And if you're not talking to anybody about it, it can turn you into a certain way.
3: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's so true. That's so true. I feel like a lot of the things that we deal with, in our adulthood right now is is all a catalyst from things that happened to us in our childhood, and that maybe and it wasn't even something major or extreme. It could be something that we could have even thought that was small, and now it's is responsible for the way we react when people talk to us, or, when, or the way we shut down or close in. It, it can be a various situ, uh, a number of things. But I definitely feel like you, you were saying once you do identify that something is going on, and and just get it out. It's it's really good to get these things out because you don't want to hold in these bottled up, trapped emotions. So I definitely think that express yourself if something's going on. And if you do, like Blake says, see someone that is going through something. Be a friend, be a, a ear, be a, a support system in some way if you truly care about them or refer them to someone that truly cares about them.
0: We have a comment here. She said, also for personal healing, it's important to ask our loved ones about situations indirectly as well.
4: Mm, that is so, mm.
2: so, so true.
3: Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Great,
3: great comment, great statement.
0: But I also mm-hmm. want to talk about you know, that power dynamic And they were talking about this on The View, and they were saying how there's people in power, whether you're working at McDonald's or whether you're working in Hollywood. And they're scared of getting blackballed. They're scared that they're not going to be able to make a living doing what they do. Or if you're a single mom working at McDonald's and your supervisor touches your butt, and you're like, well, I got to feed four kids. Mm -hmm. Like, what do do I do? Um, Mm -hmm. But I think it just really does go back to what you were saying. Uh, Everything good is from God right you exactly to, um, you just i know it's scary but you have to trust and believe that god has you even if you do decide to report because you could be saving somebody else's life in your mm-hmm.
1: own very much yeah. so in the moments, you got to lean on your foundation whatever yeah. whatever your foundation is you got to lean on your. whatever foundation. that may be yeah
3: whatever that may be it's different for all but you know that inner that innate feeling that good feeling that just tells you it's just like I feel like we have to be in tune. We have to tap into those to our intuition. It's a powerful source. It's the communication with the higher power. And I want to go back to the comment that she said about indirect questions. Mm-hmm. That is the most powerful questioning. One of the most powerful questions, not the most, but one of the the most effective way. Because when you speak to the subconscious mind, that's what indirect communication is. is speaking to the subconscious mind. That's the mind that you don't even know what. What's going on right now and, and the conscious mind is things you're conscious of you say yes you say no you go shake somebody's hand you're conscious you have a conversation with them but the subconscious mind is that kind of like when you get in your car and then you look up you're pulling in your driveway you don't even know how you got there because you just on autopilot and so that is the most powerful mind is and so when you're talking to that mind by asking these indirect questions that's where you can get true answers people can't even lie to you because you you can naturally pull it out because it's like a reflex that's what the subconscious mind is in a a best um broke down uh, definition it's like a reflex like so you don't even think about it your body just naturally pulls it out of you that's why like your surroundings affects your subconscious mind so if you're in a bad environment and especially growing up if you were in a bad environment or even right now if you're in a bad environment your subconscious mind is always picking that up whether that's a violent environment whether that's just A Poverty environment, it could be a number of different things your subconscious mind is always 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 picking it up And so when you are communicating to your or through subconscious mind communication with direct indirect questioning That's how you can get answers like
4: So,
0: Like what like based on this scenario? What kind of question like how how what is an example of an indirect question
3: for? um, Being sexually assaulted Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see Sorry, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. You did put me on the spot, but it's but, okay. I'm, I'm about to think of something. Because, I, yeah.
0: Well, I, I think I have an example. My co-worker, he's, um, my, actually, my boss, he's gay. Oh, hi, Dexter, if you're watching, we're Facebook friends. But he was telling me this story about how he never mixed his family life and his personal life. Mm-hmm. I mean, in his, um, like, work personal life. And, um, and then over the years, his, like, years down the line his Mm -hmm. sister asked him why didn't you ever just come out to me and tell me that you were gay like Mm -hmm. I wasn't gonna judge you and he kept those two parts of his life totally separated and weren't able to combine them until like I don't know how old he is like 40-30 years later Mm -hmm. and he missed out on that opportunity to to combine the two and he was like she gave me so many openings to come out and speak but I just never did Mm. But, um, but I guess bringing up different scenarios like he, she brought up a scenario where this girl was telling her like, oh, I just um, disowned my son because he came out to me that he was gay. And I was like, how are you going to just do that to your son? You know, mm-hmm. is he still a good person? Like, yeah, so like, what's your understanding about that? And then he, she was like, he was like, that was my chance to, you know, open up mm-hmm. then. But he's like, I didn't take it. And he, he doesn't regret it, but he was like, I wish I would have meshed the two worlds earlier. But I guess I answered my own question. <laughs> that's how you can do it with this scenario.
1: No, I'm still thinking about the subconscious mindset that you was talking about. Okay, yeah. yeah that's deep. It is deep. The good. way you explained it as the, the uh, mind when you put it into the driveway. That's yeah. our thing. Mm-hmm. Like, what do I think about doing those times well, when you're on mm-hmm. autopilot, like you said? Mm-hmm. And you're just not trying to those things. Right. yeah. Right. What, do, what is your mind train? But it's like you said, it's what you go through. It's your environment. So you really just got to start changing your environment if you're not thinking about the right things in those moments. Exactly. You start and changing your environment.
3: Right. And then you can also use it with um, the music we listen to. You ever oh, yeah. like listening to a song and then you it's by the time you pay, pay attention the song is about to end and you didn't even hear any of the lyrics that right. was going on between the chorus and then to like the ending hook and it's like <laughs> what was he saying all day? and then you rewind it and then somehow your mind fades away again and mm-hmm. just goes into this space and then it's at the end of the song again and, and that's not for all songs but like I know uh the work where work, work. I don't know what goes on like it's like a dead space in that song and I just never notice what the lyrics are saying catch it. and it's just like I replay it and then i, I my mind get lost again and then I come back I'm like the song is about to be over with like what were what they rapping about I
1: think the same thing with Wild Thoughts i would be waiting for verse and the, the verse, and then before I know it the song over <laughs> and your
3: subconscious mind is picking up on every lyric it's like having eyes in the back of your head and so you think I can just listen to this and it's not affecting me you think I can just be in this situation of like a domestic violence, or if you see someone growing up in, smoking cigarettes and then you just subconsciously gravitate to want to pick up that these habits and it's just like your subconscious mind is always picking up on it's the energy it's like an invisible thing that it's the energy that your mind is picking up on more so than the actual physical activity like that act so if you're in an angry environment all the time you're going to subconsciously draw to angry situations if you're in a sad or depressed um, environment majority of the time you're going to gravitate to things that make you sad and so it's like having eyes in the back of your head your subconscious mind is always picking up um, information and details like never you wouldn't even imagine and it's just like um the uh dang they come back to me oh, oh so it's a it's a instagram post it says our mind thinks I think it's like I'm gonna mess the numbers up, guys. When I say a number, it could be anywhere with two decimal places or take a, it could be anywhere from 200 to 200,000. Just know, like, don't be, redo your research. These are, when I throw numbers out, it's for you to go double check me and, and fact check me. But I know for for sure that the comment says, it's like, um, well, the statement says, your mind thinks, this is where the numbers go 500 5,000 no 59,999 thoughts per day yeah. don't waste your thoughts your 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 um, conscious thoughts on negative things and so it's like we're always just picking up and thinking about things without even knowing but somehow it's the subconscious mind that's more powerful than your conscious mind I think our conscious mind is only responsible for maybe 12 thousand of those 500 well 59,999 thoughts, so it's crazy when you just break it down. It's amazing, though, because if you fill your subconscious mind with positive and great thoughts, then you can create an ultimately optimal life for yourself. So.
0: No doubt. Hmm. But where were we? At? <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. That's some good stuff. Uh, let's dive right into the transition. Because yes. it's inevitable in life, everything's going to be constantly changing, so you have to be able to grow with that change, grow yes. life, or you're just going to stay stagnant. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But we're going to talk about transition. We're probably, um, we've all been through from going from college to the workforce, so let's start Absolutely. off with that. Woo! <laughs> Yo, it's never exactly how you think about it. think about When you're like 10 years old, you're like, okay, yeah, I'm going to graduate college, Get a great job that pays a lot of money. I'm gonna get married, have kids, and like it's gonna be a breeze. Cause that's what they tell you. Like, you like know, what you get a happen? degree, You'll what get a, a, good a good job. job you know,
4: what? why they lie?
0: Like, where do we get this concept from?
2: <laughs> <laughs> that can happen. That can.
0: can. It can.
3: It does happen, actually. It does.
2: It does. Yeah. Yeah. Depending yeah. on what kind of degree. Plenty of people yeah. have done it. Yeah. If you
3: if you really think about it. Yeah, many, millions of people have done it, so. But it is definitely different for her, for some people, right. and in my case. Yeah. But what did they say?
0: Lake Motivates. Yeah. Yes.
1: What's up, J. Hurd? <laughs> well, what would it do? The, uh, I think the transition, whether it's to college or even after college, starts well before you get to that point. So it's really about your upbringing. Yes. Um, yes. Really yes. parenting. So from the time that you are conceived, that's when that transition starts. And that's when the race starts. So whenever you're born and then from that time to the time that you make the transition, some people go further in the race mm-hmm. and they're able to start at a, at a, at a, uh, with easy. a head start right. because mm-hmm. of the training that they get at a young mm-hmm. age. And not that that's wrong for them, Mm-mm. but some people just not privy to that. Right. And then some people don't take advantage of what's around you because of the lack of education. And I know mm-hmm. that was my case. That's why I didn't go to high school right off the bat. And even coming out of uh, college, I did get a full-time job. But when I went to college, it was to change my environment. Mm-hmm. And I changed my environment, paid a lot of money for it, used a lot of <laughs> loans for it. Mm-hmm. So that's what I try to help students Great. to do now, go, but go more efficiently. Absolutely. And you can do that if you start yes. before you get to high school because mm-hmm. that transcript will tell a story. Mm-hmm. If you're an A student all the way through you get a full ride or you can mm-hmm. put yourself in a position to get at least a, a partial scholarship but coming out you just have to really have it on your mind what you want to do and if you don't have it on your mind what you want to do you're going to start finessing because that's mm-hmm. what I did I started finessing and I got into a job that I didn't really want to do mm-hmm. but I had to do something I needed right. money to come in cuz I got to survive you got to survive and you got to have uh you want to have a certain type of uh, lifestyle and then you have to protect your life and the good once you start to portray that or live that absolutely but, yeah it's just about where you're at and then what you want to do and then really attacking it and you can do it efficiently you can go to college right. you can go to college for free you can get the experience you can. and then you can come out and get a well-paying job or come out and be a business owner But you have to be efficient in your time. And you have to have it on your mind and know what you want to do. Because some people have the skills to go and get through it. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that you're still coming out and doing what you want to do. Have it on your mind. And have that from an early age. So even if it's not anybody that's that age that's listening, encourage somebody that's that age to start mm -hmm. thinking about it earlier. In middle school, even in elementary. A lot of people, let me not rant, but a lot of people, especially. Please do. With elementary kids and middle school kids, they don't talk to them about these things because they think that they don't understand. They understand. They absolutely, definitely understand. They absolutely. Understand. They, they, absolutely mm-hmm. they need somebody to talk to them on that level, because mm-hmm. the quicker that they can understand that, well, I can be successful, yeah. and I can be successful taking this route. Absolutely. And then they'll start to chase those goals that right. they start to set for themselves, and, mm-hmm. and that's where the success comes about. But yeah, that's that's it's it's really about making the efficient transition. Right. The efficient transition to college, the efficient transition to the next phase. Because mm-hmm. if you make an efficient transition to college, then you don't have to worry about, even when you do get this job, paying $300 in student loans. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, which is... Efficiency. Gonna stress. That's going to stress you. Like, man, I'm making, I'm making this money. I have to pay it back Right, now. so
3: technically you know, so I don't... It's like, right, it's you know a know I mean? web. But yeah. I just want to harp on how you said childhood and parenting is... That is so, 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 so true. And, and it's on so many different levels. I like how you said that it starts early, like even as in early as elementary school or as early as middle school. And I say that because what you do, I think I want to say between age four and seven is, is primarily responsible for most of the habits you create, I mean, you drag up into your adulthood. And so like, if you imagine if you were teaching your t- your child persistency between age four guys, four, they sound, that sounds really young, but at age four, if you were teaching them consistency and persistency, organization skills, just not necessarily teaching them like MX squared plus B, but if you taught them just the, the method of how, if you were to stay p- persistent and consistent, yes, yeah. the foundation of what can help you ultimately one day ace mx plus b like it's nothing like we we have the capabilities it's just like at the those break, brink ages it's like we're not capitalizing on those that time because we think they're too young or Our parents themselves, they they just aren't aware that they need to be teaching these things. They weren't taught these things. And so we collect the habits from the generations above us. And so we just kind of pass down and and do the same, repeat the same cycles. But that's why it's up to us. Like, see the problem with what happened with myself, like I didn't get someone that worked with me consistently for an hour, two hours a day Mm -hmm. on my work and my school work to make sure it's just like someone tells you, okay, here's your homework, go do it. But like, I need you to teach me how to work these problems out, teach me the method of how, how should I study? Should I study for an hour? Should I, because most times children are just come home and they'll just watch TV, go talk on the phone, hang out with their friends, come back, time to go to sleep, or maybe spend the bare minimum of homework. Let me just get this done because I know I have to turn it in tomorrow and it's for a grade, but not the method of actually studying and, and, and engraving the knowledge and, and making it be something that you actually want to do and actually know. And I feel like we use either, well, in my household we use studying as a punishment and and that can make you stray away from studying, or you we use it as something that, like, it's a, a force a must. But if you teach me why I should do it and what it can lead, all the great benefits in my life that it can lead to, then it'll actually motivate them or inspire them as to why I should do it. It's like we, we need to talk about the why.
1: Yeah, and I know my mom, before she passed away, I got to experience both. Because after my mom passed away, I became... Very reckless in education mm-hmm. and discipline. But before she passed away, those were the two things she harped on. So whenever I got home from school, I had to do hooked on phonics. Yeah. I, I, yes. I, I did I had to like well, I did learn the states in alphabetical order and then learn yes. each capital. And then That's like awesome. doing extra. And at the time I didn't like it, but I did realize that when I produced, mm-hmm. and when I did what she asked me to do, I got the Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Or when I produced, I got mm-hmm. to watch the the hanging with Mr. Cooper or whatever it is that I wanted to do at the time. Right. So I realized early that if you produce, now I didn't like to do, it, but if you produce, you will be rewarded. Now if you don't produce, you go to school and you eat the food. Then it's yeah. discipline gonna be involved. Right. But in the later years after she passed away, I was more reckless. I went to school, didn't care. I didn't put in the didn't extra that mm-hmm. person, yeah. Now as an adult, when I look mm-hmm. back at both, I can tell what was more efficient. Right. So it's, 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 that's why we when we realize the things that we try to shy away from, that our parents tried to teach us, or our guardians tried to teach us, that's why we feel a certain way to go tell the kids or tell somebody else, even if it's our peers, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I would do this, I would do that. Mm-hmm. Because right. we realize those things, like what your parents were trying to teach you and, yeah. and realize the benefits from it. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. seeing both sides, definitely those, that extra hour, after Mm -hmm. school, or the extra two hours after school, that's what gives you that discipline to be successful in the next level. Right, Mm -hmm. right. That's true. That's so true. Because I know my parents
2: always talked about GPA, 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 and it wasn't until my junior, senior year that I was like, okay, you know, this is in high school. And I was like, dang, this is for real. Like, GPA. Like, everyone in our classes were talking about, what's your GPA? Mm -hmm. And I was like, um...
1: And talk? I'm talking to high school seniors. I, I spoke to a group of six seniors, a group, 150 total. 30, about mm-hmm. 30 apiece. And legit, half of the young, especially the males, they don't know what they're about they to do in eight them. months. And it's because now they just starting to realize, see, mm-hmm. man, I gotta get these grades up. But yeah. your freshman transcripts say D student.
4: Mm-hmm. You know, so
1: yeah. the earlier the better.
4: Absolutely. And once
1: again, I can't keep saying it, talk to a kid about it. Tell yeah. them, talk to a uh, youth about it because they have the best chance mm-hmm. they do. to get it right. They have the best chance to go to school for free and not have the, the loan debt. They have the best chance to be successful, even if it's not college, because of the resources mm-hmm. that we have. Exactly. And what we have available to us, and being able to set something up like this and start doing it now while you're in high school, or mm-hmm. even while you're in middle school. They got broadcast. Like, use the resources that's around you. That's go mm-hmm. get into these academies, use what's there so that you can be successful. Yes.
3: Mm-hmm. What do you always say? Optimize what's or
1: mix?
0: optimize what you have now, so God can give you more. Because if you don't optimize what you have now, right. why would God give you anything
3: more? That's you are not even so using genius. what you have now.
0: But I like what you said with the GPA thing. You're like GPA, like how, really, really, how you weren't thinking about it, and that same thing happened to me. My GPA was high because Hapa, mm-hmm. she was like, I mean, we were oh,
2: always, and you know, yeah, in the classes, in, yeah, the GT or you know. Class. yeah, the AP classes so it helped
0: but the difference was for me was my GPA was high but I didn't realize how important my SATs were yeah. and it's because I didn't know the why behind it that I didn't study more mm-hmm. so if I would have known like hey if I get good on my SATs I'll get to go to school for free yeah. right. like, I didn't realize how much school actually costs so if people I mean it, it goes back good. on yourself too but I'm thinking maybe if my mom told me like you know you could go to school for free and you will have loans after school if
2: you yeah. have They're not a motivation that will motivate motivation like, like I'm not paying $30,000 after, $30, after I leave school right you know? there's money coming out of your check you Kinda, do get that job
1: yeah you, know, you have to pay these back but
0: right. people don't you know they don't realize that so yeah, you, you, you really need to know why you need are doing things and somewhere. if you don't know
1: it will put you in and, and back to the loans just to not to not to harp on it but to harp on it <laughs> yeah you know, people right. that go they need into to know. the college atmosphere when you broke and you didn't come from nothing and they start throwing those extra loans at you mm-hmm. and you start getting what's called an overpayment check mm-hmm. and you ain't never had nothing and they say you can get an extra out. who gonna give that back and then you're going to start getting into this habit of, well, I need to get one another. Well, I'm going to pay it back after I get a job, after I graduate, get a job. Not. But it's hard. So mm-hmm. you don't want to do that. Don't fall into that. Don't fall into that trend because it's not. It's, mm-hmm. it's this is trend. The reason. It's a trend. And that's the reason that the, the country is in the crisis it is whenever it comes to loan debt already. So, yeah, that's very important. But back to the original point, that all affects your transition out of college, I mean, out of college. Mm-hmm. because if you don't properly handle business in college when it comes to your classroom management or whenever it comes to studying or whenever it comes to how you pay for it, that's what's mm-hmm. gonna affect that next move. Whenever sure. it comes to how you find a job or what type of uh, companies, how companies looking at you. Mm-hmm. I mean, what type of reputation did you build in college? Mm-hmm. Um, and then what type of work reputation. Effort so that's gonna
2: affect yeah. whether your transition is smooth or if it's yeah. hard. Yeah,
1: yeah. everything, that yeah. whole reputation follows you. If you are a student that's, that's lazy in class, and you have to get a recommendation letter for a job. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to give you one because you've been lazy. But right. if you come to class and you give maximum effort, mm-hmm. that's how you get that that recommendation letter. This teacher saw that you showed up to class at 8 o'clock every day, mm-hmm. Monday, yeah. Wednesday, Friday, and then you did what you had to do. Even if you didn't get an A, but if you did what you had to do, mm-hmm. that'll put you in a position to really get that recommendation or reference so that you can get the job that you want, so that right. you can have somebody right. that's, that's backing you up. So, like, your effort while you're in the stage that you're in. Like you won't, you won't reap from the seeds that you sow until another season. That's so fact. you have to plant those, you have to work, mm-hmm. you'll reap the benefits later. And that's, right. a, that's what college is about. That's plant the true. seeds, work, network, get, get familiar with being in another environment, embrace those experiences, mm-hmm. embrace that environment, and then if you do what you have to do in the next phase, It'd be a smooth
3: transition, right? Mm-hmm. Right, and I think that just goes with life because I know a lot, some of our viewers they may not have went to college and they're just transitioning from high school into real life, and that's mm-hmm. just yeah. as important as the transition, and it's just as effective. There have been millions of millionaires that became very wealthy with that, with that just that transition in it in it of itself mm-hmm. is the transition from high school to straight into the workforce or into their business or whatever avenue just into success. And that is very possible. You don't necessarily have to go to college to be successful, but you have to be intelligent. And whatever it is that you are going to do, you have to put in that maximum time, effort, the same thing that college is molding you for. Like you said, you put in the work, and then you reap the benefits in, in any craft or task that you're doing. You have to put in that maximum amount of effort so that you can be successful and generate a, a, a large income for yourself in whatever it is that you do, whatever it is that you're working toward.
0: I think transition in anything in life, well, I'm just learning now, learning this, is, is basically like you were saying earlier, is following your intuition. So mm-hmm. you could be, like in college, I didn't know like how to network. I didn't understand networking until this year. To be honest, like what's networking? That's that's not genuine. That's forcing you, trying to use other people. But that's not that's not networking at no. all. Um, but um and but I saw what motivated me in college. I saw other people getting it, and I was like, oh, you're supposed to be doing this, this and that. So I was like, oh, you're supposed to get an internship. Okay, let me do that. Right. And so I started building up my resume. And the cool thing was. I was applying for this, some type of position. I mm-hmm. sent off my resume, and I was lucky and fortunate enough for someone who got my resume and looked at it and was like, this sucks, <laughs> and they totally redid my resume that I still nice. use to this day. Awesome. That's the same re- resume. Good I use you. the same format. And But if I didn't have that person to help me out and just seek me out and say, I'm gonna help you right. with this. You're not getting this job, but I will
3: help you with this. That's amazing <laughs> to have that help. And that's why yeah. it boils down to what Blake was saying. Like if you are, have already passed this stage in your life, help somebody that's younger than you that just simply don't know the way. Cause our, from our age and years on this earth we've gained experience and so it's up to us to pass down that wisdom to the next generation or someone that's even two years one year younger than you that just don't know just pass it to the youth though i think they can be saved and they can read and so can we definitely definitely i'm not negating this out but i'm saying like they can make a huge impact guys and i finally understand it because we were the youth that people were pouring into at one time yeah. and, and it's uh-huh.
1: And I had hustlers pouring into me,
3: mm. you know,
1: so I, like, I'm not that right now, so I would rather pour more positive into them, but I mean, really, I had, like, my, my older guys, I was looking, they were teaching me how to slap box whenever I was young, like, mm-hmm. oh, this slap box, or let's, let's go do this fighting, or, you know, repping the neighborhood that has nothing to do with my history, you know, exactly. so, like, really, Massacre, the yeah. things that, The old heads or your your OGs or your your older cousins or whoever it is, Mm -hmm. they try to teach you, that's a big impact as well. Because whatever you see them doing, you're going to want to emulate that. Absolutely. So I think that that's important. Like being a person to go and talk to them or go and inspire them in some type of way, very, very important.
4: Mm
0: I also think in every transition, it's important to... Like, I, a lot of people ask me how, how you do this, how you do that, who you, how you do this. And um, my always my answer is like, just figure it out. And that's um, what my mom always told me. I remember I asked her, Ma, I really feel like I need to be getting closer to God. Like, can you help me out? Because she's super, you know, religious, mm-hmm. spiritual. And she's like, nah, you figure that out. Like, that's on you. But in everything I've, you know, I've done, I figure it out, but it's figuring it out by asking others for advice. So, you know, I'll ask you for your opinion, your advice, I'll ask you. I'll definitely ask my mom I'll I'll ask someone that I want to be like or I'm doing my own research so it's like you might not have the knowledge that you need but if God Mm, puts something in you and it's burning in you you're going to take the time to figure it out so instead of like always trying to ask I mean you ask for help but sometimes people want handouts but instead of do uh, asking for handouts do the work yourself first invest in yourself first like um mm-hmm. how you start hey how do you start a podcast why haven't you researched how to start a podcast <laughs> all you need is your cell phone you know this right. stuff is on the internet and right. so it's like like i always say use your resources so i kind of hate when people ask me how 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 like i'll give you tips even though i don't even have to figure it out but in anything you do, if you want to get to, whether you want to get a job or if you want to learn how to do something, like the resources are there. If that's what God really put in your heart, you're mm-hmm. going to go out after it and get it. Right. And that helps with your transition because mm-hmm. when you're doing that, that means you're like an initiator mm-hmm. and you're a self-starter. And you don't need someone on your back to say, do this, do that, do that. You mm-hmm. just figure it out. Right. It's, another, was,
1: uh, another thing. Uh, I don't know if y'all seen this Easter uh, clip. Oh, wait. I any think. Anything? Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What she said mm-hmm. as far as the networking up. Yes. Everybody try to network up. And no, yes. no, no. You're you're not I have heard it. Man. So she was, was like, good. people have a tendency to always want to network up. Mm-hmm. For example people want, well, I want to reach out to Tyler Perry and try to get him to put me on, rather than networking with your peers and and bringing your people into what you're doing or Mm -hmm. working with them and y'all build together. Everybody has this tendency to want to network up. Mm -hmm. So in regards to the transition, especially whenever you're in college, about to transition to the Mm -hmm. network with what you have there especially if you're at a university, you're in the atmosphere for you to get whatever done because your college right. network will probably be your biggest network post-college. It is. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Had I and known You go that. to your college and you press your college and you look at that network, it's probably your biggest network. Even yes. if you're in a fraternity or sorority, your college is the biggest network. Yeah. And if you figure out how to network now with your peers and, and network on your level and not try to network up.
4: Right.
1: Not to say that that's not going to come and there's not opportunities right. for you to do that. But when she said that, like I see a lot of people reposting it because I think it clicks with people. Yes. Because I think even I've been caught up in sending DMs to mm-hmm. Lance Rose and Nick Paris Cannon. And yeah, I'm like, too. I'm like, you yeah. Let me know. reach out. I need Nick Cannon to come spend ten thousand with me. He understand with the, the college. He, he enrolled right. into right. Howard. so I'm trying to figure out how to. But yeah, that's not the that's not the way. That's right. not the way. Yeah, that's not the way. Got to right. network with your peers. Network within your network mm-hmm. and use that because that network will be powerful long, long beyond that time
4: right
1: so, so like oh, something true. you said like triggered that in my head
0: i remember that clip i watched yeah, that yeah and that, that's so true that's it so is. so true
3: and we're we've been understanding that as a, yes. as a recently or not mm-hmm. as a reason before a while now mm-hmm. in our journey that we have so 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 many talented people around us right now so many gifted crafted so many. people yes. around us right now so many mm-hmm. people that yes. you, you can just think their name and say their name right now and you know it's about to be something in five years. And including looking in the mirror for ourselves as well. And so it's just like, we have to optimize all of our resources and resources are people as well, um, situations, opportunities, just every little thing that you have. I know, like Tiffany mentioned, we're on Instagram hours and hours upon hours of the day on and uh, flipping on our phones. But we can be on Safari or, or if you have Google app, googling how to create a business plan and step by step. And it's just a matter of the programming. And some people are programmed f- for. Um, Lack, And so they're programmed Mm -hmm. to seek for a a rescuer or a savior or somebody to to help them and and tell them the answer. Like it's a a one word answer. Like I can just tell you one sentence and all your problems will be solved. And so sometimes people actually just need that person. And I know I'm talking from experience. I at one point in time was like, so how do you just do that? Thinking it was just a one day process. It was a, a microwave result. But no, I had to learn like. You put because I was so used to it, I was in that mentality of somebody save me help me rescue me give me this and then all my problems will be fixed if you if I had this person on my team then all, this will be smooth sailing if we had this amount of money we would be already up in the big leagues but it's not that it's not that it's maximizing everything around you and it's so much around you it's like. So much. To the you, you wouldn't even believe until you start to look for those things. They've been there all along, but we've been blind to them because we wasn't even thinking in that, that mindset. So now start looking around, and you'll see how many resources that's surrounding you every millisecond of the day.
1: I think we have to do a better job in Houston because that's. in other cities, <laughs> the young black entrepreneurs, the young millennials or visionaries, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, like in Atlanta, even mm-hmm. in Dallas, they're coming up. They're doing more yeah. and more together. Right. Like, things like this, I commend y'all bringing people in. In Houston, though, we have to do a better job of collaborating. It's a lot of people that just create the same thing differently. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't You're create right. the same You're thing. Like, right. just collaborate. And Come together. Yeah. Yes. yeah, figure out a way we all can eat. Like yes, that. that's and what we we're on right now. We actually have something and, cooking. And, and, and. So, so, <laughs> Y'all be I saw, stay it, I saw it in DC a few weeks ago when I went out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The roommate DC. did the cooking. The the, the the somebody else, the girl came. Everybody, the pitcher, the DJ, the the the, the caterer, all the way through. Everybody was they either went to college together. Or they was within each other's network. Right but in, in Atlanta, they doing it. In Dallas, like I said, I see them doing it, and the, and the, the, the moves are, are becoming more relevant to me that I see them making an effort to do stuff together. Yeah. But in Houston, we are slow. It's, always it's okay, though, because we made, on the top right now. No, we on the top, and it's a lot of success. But even when, like, when you take it back to like uh, rapping, they always talk mm, about what you're It's just, <laughs> no, I mean, like not putting we don't really have. people. Oh, people.
4: You know, like, not
1: putting on, not wanting to... give them credit yeah come together to build the city and push the city forward right it's not the only reason why
3: i say we're ahead is because i'm like i feel like we're in a great great position like present right now in this day and knowing all this information so we're at the brink like we're not like we are going to be in the group that's going to that's explode that's gonna elevate, that's gonna mm-hmm. elevate and that's gonna show like we're gonna put Houston on the map I honestly believe that I think
0: everybody right now is, the group is uh, trying to put Houston on the map and
1: yeah.
0: we're trying to
3: make it all come together
1: mm-hmm. we're figuring it out figuring it yes. out yeah. yes yes we're <laughs> we figuring it out that we have
3: to unify we have to come together we mm-hmm. have to collaborate with one another because that's the only way like if they say if you want to travel fast travel alone if you want to travel far travel in a group so right. like we can a lot of people go f- fast and go nowhere fast but we I feel like we're the group that's finally like a moment light switch moment above our head like okay we probably might need to work together because you keep seeing people they, they'll do something and then they'll always crash or do something and crash and it's like I feel like we are finally like, cause that's, we're only as strong as the next person. We support. We have to support, mm-hmm. each, have other to support each other. Cause there's something you have that I don't have. There's something she has that she doesn't. And then I just feel like it's like a puzzle. Mm-hmm. I think somebody said this already today, but then we are each a piece to the puzzle and you can't finish, complete the puzzle if I don't have you. It's just impossible.
1: I talk, to, I talk to students about that all the time. Like I remember being in college. I remember seeing nursing majors specifically. Nursing majors would come in Mm -hmm. it'd be about a group of five. Mm -hmm. Those same five would make it downtown with each other. They'd go from the main campus to downtown to graduating to getting to the money. Mm-hmm. As one group, mm-hmm. because maybe this person may not have had the money to get the book, but this person did have it, right. or maybe this person yes. might be strong oh, in AP yeah, sure. and yeah. anatomy and physics, but this person might not be. So right. you can work together and figure out how to get through it. But you know yes. you, will not, you won't be able to do it by yourself. Mm-hmm. Same thing with like the engineering I mean, you get to a point where I used to see them; they had to do the senior design, so they had to be together at a certain point. But mm-hmm. I mean, you have to have a team at the end to get through it because exactly. it's showing you the teamwork thing. I talked to a student. Uh, in college and they were complaining about the group presentation. I was like, that's a part of teamwork. That's why you do group presentations (laughs) in college. You can't complain. You got to figure out, unless you're going to be the dummy that's just going to do all the work and submit and then put people's name on it, you're going to be that same person at your job that's going to do all the work while everybody else being lazy if you build those habits now. Mm, So like that teamwork is just so important. So all of the different uh, trainings that you go through in life, like group projects or doing Mm -hmm. certain things like uh, getting a group together so we can grind it out. For your major, that's all practice for what's next in life. Right. So making that next transition.
3: Absolutely, that's yeah, so true. Is. I really do.
1: teamwork make the dream work. It real.
3: really does. <laughs> it's real. so. That was what I'm saying in basketball.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: it does.
3: It, it truly does. <laughs> I can't harp. We can't harp on it enough. I don't right. even think I can say anything without repeating right honest oh. I will add to this though. A lot of times, the reason why teammates, well, or with what has happened in the past that has affected team, team efforts and team and group projects. And I'm gonna just say us working together coll- collectively, I'm not saying us in general, just us as a people has mm-hmm. mm-hmm. been the envy. Yeah. You'll see someone getting to the top and you'll feel like you need the spotlight or I need to sh- share that gl- glam or they're not giving enough credit to or they wouldn't be this because it's just the countless of things or I, I can do this so much better than her. Why is she up there? But they mm-hmm. said it's literally, a, I read a book. I can't remember what book it is, but I'm. it said in there, if you feel like, you're envious of somebody and what they have or you feel like you can do it better, but why are you not doing it better? I'm just that was a sidebar. I didn't say that in the
4: book, but I'm just thinking like, why are you not doing it better?
3: But no, because that's just like why are you not doing it better and have as many accolades that they do that they do if you you're so much better than them. It's it's like so just hush and be humble. Okay, but the book didn't say all that. But going back to the book. So the book says it's 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 displaying when you have that type of spirit, that type of energy you portray into a person. Is showing you that it's showing the universe, it's showing God, it's showing who your higher power that you don't feel that what the universe is, what God has blessed you with thus far is not enough. So he's like, I'm not blessing you with nothing else. She like, I'm not giving you nothing else. You don't deserve anything because you ungrateful mm-hmm. type deal. So you can't, you keep getting to this brick wall in your career and stopping or wherever you want to be is because, or not, maybe that's not your reason why you stuck, but if you are an envious person, it could be stopping you and blocking your blessings, blocking you from progressing, blocking you from getting to the next level. One of my
1: favorite poems, Test of a Man, it says, a coward can smile when there's not to fear and noting his progress bars, but it takes. A man to stand and cheer, while the Mm -hmm. other fellow stars, because a coward typically is gonna have that jealousy and that hate, and their progress will stall because you hate. But -hmm. the man, and and the true test of a man, is that person that's gonna stand and cheer, even when. Because I mean, you don't lose, you learn. Mm -hmm. But whenever you learn that, that's whenever you can progress, because you have to be able to look and say, okay, from that, Mm -hmm. that 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 loss, that learn. What well, can I take away from it? And mm-hmm. Then you have to be able to say, okay, you won the championship, but I'm coming for your head. Right, you know, right. And you have to be able to not hate, you know, mm-hmm. that jealousy, Give that hate. Give credit when credit is You know, is the due. day. If you worry about the day, you're going to have problems. But, mm. yeah, like, if you're a coward, it'll show. Mm-hmm. That's and, true. And a and, and test of a, not even just a man, of a human being. Like, if you're a coward and you behave that way, you won't be successful in life.
3: You can. You can't be successful.
4: And, mm-hmm. oh,
0: sorry. Okay. I was gonna just say like jealousy um it's like instead of being jealous of people you see like I can do better than that' mm-hmm. so like instead of making that envious sometimes you kind of can't help it and but that's when you have to check your own self mm-hmm. and instead and turn that jealousy into inspiration like oh she could do that I can do that too right, in right, my right. own You're way smart. because I'm a You're different smart. person right. yeah um, but it also made me think I've really been thinking about this lately because I'm like sometimes especially in this day and age if you're like on youtube if you're on instagram you look at the numbers so much but sometimes you have to read like go back and look at your intentions Mm -hmm. it's like what is my intention is my intention to help others am i doing that am i impacting others once you're putting giving yourself and you're walking in your purpose Mm -hmm. that the money and the numbers are gonna come oh come and i can attach to this too you even like you might be looking at numbers and you might see somebody have fifty thousand right. followers and and then you might have two thousand. Right. But you don't know who's looking at you. You mm-hmm. don't know who likes your content. Mm-hmm. And so the fifty thousand followers may be doing their thing, but you're the one getting the brand deals um, because you're putting out you know genuine stuff out there right, and right, great right. content that mm-hmm. represents their brand. And so it's just like. I remember, I saw myself getting hooked up on numbers, not realizing like, wait, what am I doing this? Am I doing this for numbers? Am I doing this for the impact, how mm-hmm. I can change other people's lives? What right, am I actually right. bring, putting out into the world?
3: Right. So, and yeah. And to piggyback off that, I wanna say, I think we can all say at one point of, life, at one point of time in our life, we have been victim to that, because me, myself included, I have been a victim to the numbers game, but I, mm-hmm. something you just said spru- struck that something up in me. Like you said, um, that their followers are following them, their 50,000 followers are following them, and then you have 2,000 followers. Okay, but, and it just made me think, we can't compare or be envious of anybody because only they or mm-hmm. the days they can no one can do they like they can do they. Like, right. and nobody can do Beyonce like Beyonce. Nobody can do man. Oprah like Oprah. Nobody can do Jasmine okay. like Jasmine. And so the people that are following this person are following them because of their unique gift that they have and they Mm -hmm. have to give to the the world. And so those people that are gonna follow you are following you because of your specific gift that you have to give to the world and nobody Mm -hmm. else can do that. And I'm not even talking about following you just on Instagram, I'm talking about following you in real life and support Mm -hmm. your grind and support whatever it is that you are doing, whether it's music, athletics, um, speaking, whatever it may be people are going to follow you because they are attracted to what you do, and like you said Mm -hmm. if you be good be the best version of yourself in your craft then the number and the monies are the numbers and the money is going to come automatically you're just going to be a magnet attracting this into your life attracting all this abundance into your life because you ain't gonna (laughs) have no choice you're gonna be like an aura just shining bright like a diamond and you're just gonna be (laughs) attracting all of what comes with all the positive perks because you're living out your purpose in life Mm -hmm. and when you're living out your purpose, you have no choice but to attract greatness. Yeah.
0: And I was say really
2: oh, are you gonna say something? Thank you. Mm-hmm. I had something, but um, uh, yeah, I stole it from you. Girl, me. just
3: jump in because
2: Right? <laughs> um, I was gonna add to that I think the flip side of it, a lot of times, people probably can't even see themselves in that position, like a Beyonce or an Oprah. Mm. They think that that's a once in a lifetime kind of you know flip the coin thing. Yes. But you have to realize that you know everyone is special. Everyone was designed for something. We are all gonna make it. Yeah. to whatever. If you have that mindset. Yeah, like you can be successful if you really want to be. You know, like a, like Blake was saying, you know, you have to put in that work, build those habits those positive habits, and do it.
1: That's, that's deep. I, that's know, deep. Uh, I know you talked about being passionate. One of the most important transitions for me, like when I did transition out of college, I did get a job, and I worked that job for four years, but I transitioned away from that job. Mm-hmm. And it was because I had truly found my passion to, mm-hmm. to not only impact youth because I was doing that through the job, but I wanted to impact youth through my own platform. And I had to figure out how to do it. And I didn't figure it out before I left the job. Now, that's not everybody's move. Some people don't need to make a move from your job before you know what you're going to do next. Some people need to set up the next move before you Mm -hmm. leave that, that, that Mm -hmm. that current position you're in. But for it's me, facts. I was in a miserable environment, I was in a toxic environment, I came mm. to work to drama every day, and mm-hmm. there was no room for growth. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was like, look, I'm not married, I don't have no kids, <laughs> it's time to bust a move. Right, right, but right. I was truly passionate about what I wanted to do, and then that led me into my purpose, which is speaking to writing the books and, and impacting the youth the way that I'm doing it now. So if you want to make a transition, into like entrepreneurship or if you're thinking about like transitioning away from your job or even mm-hmm. coming out of college you want to pursue what you truly believe you're passionate about do it but know what you're passionate about because yeah. the, the second that you really tap into what it is you truly truly passionate about mm-hmm. it's going to lead you into your purpose right. and that purpose is going to be like how you're going to do it but you need wow. to know what you want to do.
4: Thanks.
0: I think what you, and I've been meaning to do this over the like, weekend, but I've just been so busy, but it's writing down, you know, where I would like my life to be. Me too, because, yeah, we about this. Um, and like, okay, okay, what kind of mate do I want? Where do I want to, like, what? What do I want with YouTube? What do I want with soul building, mm-hmm. inspired mm-hmm. by? Really yes. mapping that out so I could put the energy out to match what I want, so I could yeah. attract that.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, so and they say you can start making steps towards that. So mm-hmm. you can
0: start making steps and yeah, yeah. You gotta see it. You gotta see it because yeah. like right now I need to do this because my mind is jumbled up, and mm-hmm. so now I don't know what type of energy to put out, even though it's always positive mm-hmm. but i want to put out the right energy right, right, so that right. could come back to me right now
3: right into uh, did anybody want to say uh, well uh,
1: i know you mentioned like attracting it and i'm naive sometimes because i got exposed to the law of attraction mm-hmm. probably about four years ago mm-hmm. and sometimes when you get exposed to things you think that everybody already know mm-hmm. but if you don't know the mm-hmm. law of attraction the secret like watch right. the documentary the stuff. read the book yes but it's all about really envisioning what you want and putting it into the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Mainly for me, I do writing. That's why I created like a part journal for students because I want to encourage them to write. But speak it. Speak it into existence. Write it. And then the more you write and the more you see, then it'll become actionable. And you Mm -hmm. can actually Mm -hmm. turn that dream into a vision and that vision into a plan and like turn it into reality. So that was important, like the writing part. Mm -hmm. I know sometimes I skip over the whole law of attraction and the secret thing because I feel like people already know, but Mm -hmm. everybody don't know. Everybody. Somebody had to tell me and I had to Mm -hmm. watch it and. I remember the guy on the, um, there was something about a story about, no, it was it was through maybe the documentary, but mm-hmm. it was something about $100,000. And mm-hmm, the dude was mm-hmm. like, if you attract, if you think about it, it'll come to you. Yeah. So he was like, yeah, I'll try it. I'll do it for a month. And I think the story was something about, he was thinking about it, thinking about it, but the, the 100,000 didn't just come. Mm-hmm. And I think he was about to give up. And then one day he was in the shower mm-hmm. and he realized that he had wrote this book, but he had never like published it or did anything with it. Mm-hmm. And then the next day he ran into like, a publisher. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, he realized, well, if I sell this book for this amount of money and I sell this amount of copies, I'll make the $100,000. Yeah. Long story I short, he that. ended up making like 97000 mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But it was not because he was thinking about it and the money just fell into his lap. He was thinking right. about how to get it so much that yeah. the idea Action. on how to get it mm-hmm. came into him mm-hmm. and he attracted it to himself. So mm-hmm. really, what you want, the more you think about it, the more you write it down, the more you plan, the more you yeah. become actionable, the more the chances are higher for you to accomplish what it is you want. do. That is so true. Facts, mm-hmm. facts, 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 facts.
2: Because I just think about how people always talk about me like, man, I want a new car, I want a new car. And then I, next time I see them, you know, they yeah, pulling up right. in their new car. They're Like, I want to learn yeah, how to them. do this. And then, you know, they, here they are, you know, you selling pies. and
1: <laughs> are <You're> making pies. <laughs> right.
2: right. Know, I was saying I
3: wanted more money, money in yeah. my yes. monthly income. Exactly. Got a <laughs> got a home
1: girl who as far as she posted her 2015, 2016 vision board because she had got the car that she wanted so right. she went back and posted everybody like hey guys Y'all might think I'm gassing. But this is my vision board. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. The oh, same yeah. car, the same color, Yeah. all the way down Like this Man, is what I, I right clipped out mind. of too. Uh, I clipped this out of a magazine saying <laughs> mm-hmm. that I wanted it yeah. And I just attracted it to myself. That's yeah. So I did the so vision true. board one time and then the second time I did it I took a picture of it and put it like it's the, the, uh, the screen saver mm-hmm. for like a little bit, but just see it. Like, see whatever mm-hmm. it is you want. Whether you just oh, yeah. make a checklist and put that checklist as your screen sight, mm-hmm. just see it. Mm-hmm. So important. That's
3: funny. and mm-hmm. We always use this mm-hmm. story all the time, how we went to LA. It was straight <laughs> through the law of attraction. We that was, was awesome. really heavy. We was on our fast and we was reading the book. We started a book club for the book. The Secret was one of the mm-hmm. books that we had in our book club. And so we was really so high it. on the law of attraction at this time. Mm-hmm. So um, true story. We were sitting at the laptop at like, we had a, we were in a meeting. So it rolled over to like almost <laughs> 1, 2 a.m. in the morning. It, it sounds crazy. Yes, we were having a meeting at 2 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> but yeah, so he's meeting Inspire Fire, and literally out of nowhere... No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was about 2 a.m. Tiffany's so birthday coming up. And Tiffany's birthday was coming up, mm-hmm. yes. And we was like, okay, let's manifest a trip to Cali. <laughs> and so we... Put, got on the computer like Pulled you were Pulled up seeing a picture seeing. of the
2: beach.
3: Pulled up a picture of the beach in LA and we was like, all right, for one minute strong, we're about to focus <laughs> our minds and you know, it's power in numbers. So mm-hmm. when you're in a group, your energy is our amplified way. that yes. much faster. And so we was like, okay, that's why they say that when there's two or more God is in the midst, it's mm-hmm. the same terminology. And so we literally was like, okay, for, for one minute strong, we've to look at this picture. We've got to feel <laughs> our toes in the sand, yes. seeing the water, feel like feeling the water, the coolness of the water on our feet, feel dripping, like I mean, drinking that succulent <laughs> yes. pineapple juice. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we was like, let's feel the breeze, the sun glowing on it. And we was feeling like it. We was feeling it. And so right after we manifested for that one minute strong, we got on the, let's check the airlines, let's check the flights. We booked a ticket to the LA. The bike was so cheap. It was, I'm about to say, oh. for under $200. Yes. round yeah. trip. Round trip. First time I went, paid mm-hmm.
1: 180 Yes.
3: You have to get right. it free rental car. Yes. We was out there for seven days. We were there for so long. <laughs> we was there for a long A time for under two hundred dollars and we had the time of our life. We yeah. called our girl. There were literally she was down.
0: She, was, she down. was down. She was like to LA? We were right. down
3: and we all went had like the law of attraction is real. It wasn't like we
0: just had money like that either at that time. <laughs> right.
3: <Yeah. laughs> but the, the ch- tickets yeah. were yeah. so yeah. inexpensive. It was like a steal. He's like, y'all, is this a sign? Did we literally <laughs> just
4: manifest this?
3: And it's no that. coincidence. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and it's like so if you can see it then you, you can achieve it if I believe it then I can achieve it it's the same concept seeing yourself with your mind's eye being doing or having anything that you want and I know society is going to knock that belief so it sounds easier said than done because you're going to have the constant pressures of the world that's deterring you and saying maybe this is not going to
1: happen or, or go ahead no I wasn't going to say it but don't be deterred by average people like, don't, don't let average people <laughs> Allow you to be average with them. Mm. You know, you're not average. Let average people be average. Most of the people in the world are average. There's nothing wrong with that. That's average. Right. Yeah. If you're not average, don't be average. So, if you mm. don't have average thoughts, don't allow people with average thoughts and average expectations to uh, instill Stay that on enjoy. you. No. Yeah. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. Just That's don't real. be average. If you're not average and you know you're not average, don't live an average life. Don't think average. When mm-hmm. you think average, you're going to get average results. Ooh. Don't let the people that's thinking average and living average and then come home and sit on the couch and, and, and drown in their sorrows about what happened. That's what I did. I came home for about two years straight mad after mm-hmm. work. And then I saw a post on Instagram. Speaking of post on Instagram, it was mm-hmm. like, don't work eight hours for somebody else. Mm-hmm. So don't go home that, and I was themselves. just going to ask you. So, what was that like? That transition that for you? It was, it was like that moment. I, 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 I saw a post. post. Say that again in yes, we talk. <laughs> To be real, I saw the post. Now, before that, I got passed up on a job. Mm-hmm. I'll come back to that, but I saw mm-hmm. the post. Well, let me talk about that. I had a position that was available within the office. I got passed up on it. Mm-hmm. I think everybody, including myself, knew that I should have got it. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad and I'm so blessed that I didn't get that position. That's true. I was still been sit there for sit an extra forward, like 15000 yeah. dollars. I would have been there, and it wouldn't have been worth it. Mm-hmm. But eventually, I got frustrated with that, and then I wanted to do my own nonprofit and wanted to do my own things. Mm-hmm. But I saw that post. And it really spoke to the fact that I was going home frustrated and mad every day. Mm-hmm. Like angry. Really, really mad. Right. What's the just, with no again? energy. Don't work eight hours for someone else and don't go home and work on yourself. And I took that as, as talking it's to itch. an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Because some people enjoy their jobs. Yeah. And that's great. So that's, 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 yeah. If you enjoy what you do, mm-hmm. then that's what life is about. But if you right. don't enjoy it, and you're mad, and you're angry, you're mm-hmm. wasting your life away. And that's what I felt mm-hmm. like I was doing. So, mm-hmm. when we you are that person, it. I was living very average mm-hmm. because I was in an average environment, right. doing average things, and that's, that's, that equates to average lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So, I just had to get away from that average environment, and mm-hmm. then that's when things started to change. But that's when I realized that I was average. I didn't see it in the averageness, mm-hmm. if that's a word. I had to get outside of that. But when all I saw right. that post, that was about August 10th. August 11th, I put in my two-week notice. August 25th, I was gone.
0: Wow. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Those motivations were you're supposed to be working. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I call I called, right. honestly I called my sister. Me and my sister, uh we had like that was my sister through my biological I mean through my the woman that raised me, so she wasn't my biological sister. Mm-hmm. But even after my mom died, she kept me. She didn't have to, she could have sent me back to Louisiana. But me and her butted heads, I was disrespectful to her, doing things that I shouldn't have been doing as far as like talking back and having her have to come get me from school whenever I was being suspended and different things like that. And, and she was putting a roof over my head. But even me and her wow. who bickered, we went back and forth and the, re- the relationship wasn't always positive. I called her and I said, hey, I'm thinking about leaving my job. This is just and issue. She was like, do it. And I was like, well, she didn't have nothing extra to say, or if she didn't have nothing negative to say, yeah. then it must be that time. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, I called my sister, and, and when she confirmed it in her own way to me, I was like, yeah, this is about that time. She said the same thing I was thinking. She was like, you ain't got no kids. Like, you ain't married. She was like, you ain't invested in no house. She was like, you better make a move right now. I was like, you right. I'm about right. to make that move, uh, right, and, and 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 that was really the it was just as simple as that. I remember the director at the job, he was pissed. He was like, So, you don't have another job, you leaving? And I was like, Yeah, well, I'm about to go do my own thing. And, and wow. I, he was low key hate because it was kind of like, You just gonna leave? Yeah, I can do that, like, that's right, what I mean. we can, do that. We can you know, so guys. I mean, it's a hell of We're a risk, rooted. you gotta mm-hmm. want to risk. You're like, you gotta wanna risk your insurance for a while. You gotta wanna risk certain things. You gotta be willing to do that though. You mm-hmm. gotta let you got let them hang. You gotta mm-hmm. grow a pair, you gotta let them hang. If, you really, <laughs> if you're really passionate about what you want to do, then then do it. You know, yeah. but yeah, so that's what it was for me. Right. I've always had a pair. And then I I, I saw that <laughs> post and then I talked to my sister in a combination of those things. It was <laughs> like, yeah. I picked some people do
3: you're really right. <laughs> I do want to say this though Because a lot of people They'll be like I hate my job I'm angry at my job I'ma just quit But one thing you do I want you to, I like how you emphasize Like you were working Like you wasn't just quit I'm on the couch now I'm, I'm free from my job I'm just about to sit here And keep doing What I've always been doing Which is nothing You out You getting after
1: it Now I, w- I wasn't working Mm. So that's why I said you have to be smart about making that move. No, I'm not talking about, work. I'm talking about working towards your dream, putting yeah, down effort. Yeah, I was, but I wasn't working. Oh. In a sense, because I wasn't, I, I was saying I'm quitting and I'm going to be an entrepreneur, but I wouldn't generate no income.
4: Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. didn't
1: have no product, I didn't have no service.
4: Mm. I didn't get
1: that until about six months later. Mm. What I did do, I started substituting. Now, I knew that I was going to leave the job, so I signed up to be a substitute immediately. With the goal in mind to put myself in the environment of youth
4: particularly Mm -hmm. in
1: Missouri City. So I signed up to be a substitute in Fort Bend. So I had Mm -hmm. it planned out that way in regards to like how I wanted to do it. But to that point, now what I should have did looking back at it is if I would have got connected with the right people, created my product and my service before I left and then I could have left going Mm -hmm. right into it. So that's the difference. I could look back and tell somebody that now. Like Mm -hmm. if you really want to use that down, like I had so much time. I heard somebody talking about how they can 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 do other things at work. You can listen to podcasts, you can do other things. Mm-hmm. I was doing a lot of things at work. If right. I could have been doing this at work, getting that prepared right. to make right. that next move. Yeah. But I made the move on impulse and 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 everybody can't do that. Mm-hmm. Now you have to grow your pair, but then you have to be smart. Mm-hmm. So you have to figure out what's the best way to make the move for yourself. Like, so if you, when I got with my coach, I have a coach. You got to have some type of coach or a mentor, somebody right. that's doing what you want to do. When I got with my coach, he was like, well, how are you making money? And I couldn't answer the question. outside of the substance, and he was like, no, how are you making money as an entrepreneur? I said, like, well, I go speak. He's like, are you getting paid? I'm like, nope.
4: Mm-hmm. You,
1: you got any product? Nope. So the next week, I made a shirt.
4: Mm-hmm. And
1: then in two weeks, I got a paid speaking engagement. Right. And then in 30 days, I had to book out. Nice. After that yeah. conversation, so you need that mentor. it was about really if you want to make that type of move, be smart about it If you want to be an entrepreneur, understand that you're not an entrepreneur if you're not offering no service or no product If you mm. can't make money, then you're not an entrepreneur Right, mm. right You're a philanthropist uh, you know, you, you're giving <laughs> Right them Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> nothing wrong with that, but I'm saying I was calling myself an entrepreneur and I wasn't generating no income I wasn't mm-hmm. providing a way for me to make money That's so, true yeah, I didn't go directly into that. And I would encourage somebody, now, if you just frustrated, and you know that's not your your, your path, you still got to create a plan. And mine was, okay, I'm a substitute.
3: Right. And then that's I'm going to set it up
1: to where I can do that just to generate. If not anything, I can go make like this $90, $95 a day, mm-hmm. if not anything. And mm-hmm. then I can use that and work towards what I want. But I have to get out of this toxic environment. That was my thing. Mm-hmm. I have to get out of this that's environment true. because it's bringing me down. Mm-hmm. It's limiting my creativity and there's no room for growth. Right, right. If I come right. with an idea and it's continually getting shot yeah. down, that's not me and I'm not the one to hold my tongue.
4: Yeah. Right. I'm going to tell
1: you about yourself. And that's not always the best environment to be in a nine. I mean, that's not the best <laughs> attitude to be in a nine to five. Like, I can't, huh. you know, so. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah.
0: Well, things for me have been different. I'm not full time entrepreneur yet. Mm-hmm. But like you were saying, there's no losses. It's just lessons. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't think I've ever told everybody this except y'all in private, but I've been mm-hmm. fired like a gazillion times <laughs> already. Mm-hmm. And the last time I got fired was from my um, pink cilantro job. I was doing social media.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And um and that's actually I, I met you mm-hmm. that week after actually. Yep. Um so I got fired on my job on Thursday and there was no good reason for the firing because I but I was bringing my entrepreneurial mindset there and I ended up changing the whole company and making their process better and then creating content for them for the next three months, but that's besides the point. Um, But I got fired the next day. I got a call to be able to shoot pictures for ET. Then I met you because you were there as well. And then I was cool, I was like, I was getting unemployment, I was like, I'm gonna be on my entrepreneur stuff, you know, working hard, so that's what I was doing. But then I was, when you're on unemployment, you have to also apply for jobs so to keep the money coming in. So I was applying for jobs and I was not even really trying. I was not trying. Um, but then, um, then I applied for something that I actually got a call back from. And I got two calls back from. And it's at the job that I'm working at now called Be Busy. And um, But the thing is, I was like, dang, I, did I tell you? I was like, I don't You're, think I really want this job. You told me that.
3: I, did, I talked yeah, to you the day before your interview. Oh, yeah I, was the day like, of your interview.
0: yeah, I was like, dang, I think I got the job. Like, yeah, you, she was sorry, so mad. She was She's
3: oh, like, hey, dang, I think I'm about to get a job. I'm, I'm mad because I don't really want a job. Right. She was like, I want to stay on my entrepreneur stuff. I was like, well, what if it's a job that you yeah,
1: would also yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and with those things, like, I know me personally, like, next semester I'm looking to be a professor. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's I won, uh, Like, Are I got my master's. School? I got the credentials to put myself in a position to do that. But I mm-hmm. want to teach a student success course, which is in line with what I'm with, what I'm doing already. Right. So it's all back to you doing what makes you happy. Yes. It's not exactly. about leaving a nine to five or leaving a job. You right. have to do what's making you happy. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. sometimes you have to step away from, what you call security mm-hmm. because i know when i first got that when i first graduated and i didn't have a job and they threw that offer letter at me with that thirty three thousand dollars on it i thought that that was the best thing ever mm-hmm. But like the one year in i was like well, my boy he over here engineer he he got he making like eighty thousand right 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 like i got her over here she's making like ninety five thousand dollars this thirty three thousand dollars he couldn't do something else so what's up right right and then you see that there's no room for growth so you just got to figure out what's your best situation. Right. You're not happy doing mm-hmm. what you're doing. Though. Yeah. Like when exactly. I talk to you, what's your job? That was the first question. I was like, Are you happy? It's like, I love my job. Yeah. That's what it's about. Because if you love it, when you get mm-hmm. off, you're gonna have the energy to do what you, you want to do. do it. Yeah, exactly. If you hate your job, you're gonna have no energy to put towards what you want to do it's after true. you get off, and right. that's the problem. Mm-hmm. That eight hours for somebody else and no hours on yourself. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that eight hours will drain you so hard.
4: Mm. That when you get
1: home, you're going to be so tired, you're going to go to sleep, and then you're going to wake up and do the same thing over and over. And that is average.
0: And the thing is, it's like being in God's Mm. plan. Because, like, you don't know what God has planned out for you. Because in my mind, I was like, I'm going to make this work. But I didn't know that God put me in a position where I'm working at a nonprofit where they go out and teach kids. And that's exactly what we do. Right. And so I'm getting to get in there and seeing every single thing, asking all the questions that I need to ask to see, you know, how can I... Do this on my own, you know, but while still being like the best employee I could possibly be to make their brand bigger. Mm -hmm. And it's just like you might think you're gonna go one way, but sometimes God has you going another way. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think in any transition, you have to ask God for guidance like right. wherever you go i will follow you mm-hmm. like, right, right i just want to be in your will so and sometimes mm-hmm. you just have to let yourself go because you think you want something you might want that but you might have to go a different way
3: to yeah. yeah to get there there's multiple ways to the to the down the same path something like
2: that and you always want to go god's way
3: for sure that's true
2: but um for sure to the or it may way. not come you know the way that you want it like you may be asking for a boat and he may give you a tree you know the, all mm-hmm. the supplies to make that boat Kinda But like yeah mm-hmm. going back to what you said you yeah. just yeah. And listen right. there's
1: always going to be adversity too mm-hmm. i think some people run at the first sign of adversity yes. mm-hmm. like, yes. you're not going to get nowhere like that because whenever <laughs> you become successful and you have it when adversity comes you're not going to know what to do with it yeah. you know? right. like, whether it's the money whether it's the fame or whatever it is you're mm-hmm. in it for like, whenever you get what you want, if you can't handle adversity in those times and you're so quick to fold, mm-hmm. I think you were saying earlier when we were talking about the group thing, somebody starts something and all of a sudden they disappear. Mm-hmm. It's because adversity hit, and they just fold it. Right. And if you can't work through adversity, you don't deserve it. I think you said something earlier about not getting, like, I, I I was complaining up to a couple of months ago about not having a team. And I was like, Blake, you're just not working hard enough yourself. You don't deserve a team yet. I'm not maximizing my own potential yet. Mm-hmm. To deserve a team whenever mm-hmm. i whenever i've earned it it'll come mm-hmm. but you just really have to continue to work through adversity especially when you're talking about the entrepreneur life yeah. or when you're talking about trying to build a dream while you're still working you have to be able to work through adversity because mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. gonna happen like you're gonna get in a car okay. accident or uh, somebody might get sick or somebody might die like stuff gonna happen That's That's life. this is That's what happens true. we just got to figure out how to continue to work through it and, and really stick to, like, your, your foundation, like yeah. that whatever that foundation that's is. True. Like that's true. You have to have that foundation.
2: That's true. There's mm-hmm. something else. And I'm learning how to do that right now through this vegan challenge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that just made me think of that because it's, it's hard. You know, I have yeah. people in front of me that's, you know, eating the way that they want to eat. And it's, I'm it's like, I have to push through and be like, nope, I'm not doing. I'm doing this for my health. I want to, you know. Lose the weight, you know, I have my mm-hmm. list of reasons why I'm doing it, but it's, mm-hmm. it's tough.
1: When you mm-hmm. conquer certain things, like my coach likes to say, he, he usually says it in reference to men, because mm-hmm. he like, when you establish mm-hmm. a discipline, like if you weak for women, yeah. if you conquer that, all of a sudden, yes. when you walk, the ground shakes. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and he says that in reference to me, but it's anybody. The it minute is, you conquer yes. that, like you can sit around anybody, you I could, know, and, and each day. And they can day, eat whatever they want to eat. Yes. Mm-hmm. The more power you get, exactly. when you walk around them, they all of a sudden might be like, well, I, I can't <laughs> get
2: this wrong. And that's know, how do. I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Each day I'm getting
1: stronger and
3: stronger. Yeah. Oh, I power. love how y'all just broke that down. Yeah. Yes. That's right yeah. Shout out to Kim, Kim. I needed
0: to hear that. That's good. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Consistency. Yes, it's everything. Ooh,
3: and that's just that goes into um, relationships as well. I think that's how these fifty-year marriages are still marriages. <laughs> I mean, all fifty years was it? It was no, it was just no such thing as there was zero adversity. So
1: oh, it's gonna it's gonna be a kid in there. <laughs> that's, that's, you got a sister that's older than this one, but they got different moms. <laughs> like, how that happened? <laughs> Everybody, got that. somebody got that in their family. <laughs> but it was a level of. I think I heard y'all talking about two weeks ago about loyalty. Mm-hmm. So, Mm-hmm. It was loyalty. It
2: was two weeks ago. In
1: those relationship transitions, it has mm-hmm. to be loyalty. Some kind of loyalty. Yes. Yeah. Cool. If it's not loyalty, it won't last. That's true. Yeah.
3: That's why you want a foundation built on loyalty. That dependability. All these great things. Ugh. Mm-hmm. But I don't even know what I want to say right now. <laughs> I'm just thinking about everything. Like from, y'all just broke so many like open reveals, lift so many bills off of just things. Just just thinking. It just has me thinking like. From your career or your entrepreneurship, your um, relationship, whether it's all these things, I feel like everything has one blueprint, and it you, you can apply, apply to each yeah. thing.
0: That's exactly what it is. Yeah, and when y'all brunk up difficulties, you well you brung up difficulties. There's always gonna be something. And I'm listening to Charlemagne the God's book now. Black privilege is amazing. Yeah. Um, and he was talking about if you're an optimist, optimistic people look for the opportunity in difficult situations. Mm-hmm. So that might, like you were just saying, when you're trying to eat vegan, they have like the ribs over there, and looking mm-hmm. so delicious. Like that first day, my mom made oxtails.
2: The first oh day, so the first day of the vegan Why challenge. Why she doing it mom like that? <laughs>
0: Did, is your dad still eating vegetarian? It, he even on the He gave in a
2: little <laughs> bit. A little bit.
0: <laughs> but, yeah. Dang, mama, you doing it like that. You're crazy. But yeah, it's
2: difficult. Yeah, I didn't mean to catch yeah. you off. It just made me think of that.
0: <laughs> but you, you found the opportunity and, mm-hmm. like, I want this to be healthy living yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. And I know with being fired so many times, I really had to look back and say, okay, what was wrong with me? Because I could right. say I was good. Mm-hmm. I did all this stuff. Mm-hmm. That might be true, but there is still a reason why you got fired what Mm -hmm. so I like I'm constantly looking at myself like what can I do better okay yes self-assessment is so important it's gonna make your transition Even more smooth because if you're not going to learn your lesson, it's going to be bumpy. You're going to keep running into the same things. Mm-hmm. So I know there's a lot of things that I had to work on. And even now, like we all said earlier, working as a team with your coworkers, I am that person who do everything. And I want to make sure I do everything so everything's right. But now I'm learning, like, oh, wait, yeah, my coworker has great ideas. And I'm just like, okay, I don't have to do everything. Let's <laughs> work together because it's great, greater minds. We're better together.
1: Self assessment and accountability.
4: Yeah, mm. those things are so
1: key. Like mm-hmm. with the Grindation Group, like that's why uh, I've been maintaining the consistency because mm-hmm. of the group and its accountability. Yeah. Like that accountability will keep you going, especially when the, you in the group and you see other people continuing to grind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you're not going to slack off if you know she's not slacking off. Right. Mm-hmm. She's not slacking off, then you're not going to slack off. Mm-hmm. That accountability that's is so, so key. true. So, in addition to self assessing, you have to have somebody around you that holds you accountable. Mm. Start with yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to hold yourself accountable. But then, you know, have, have a if you're going to have friends, right, have right. a friend. Or if you're going to have partners in business, have a partner. That means that they're going to hold you accountable for what you want to do. And in and, and business, like, what you want the business to do.
0: Right. Mm. Mm. Also from Black Privilege, I've just listened to this book today. So so they were saying, like, a lot of people have yes men around them. Like, oh, girl, you doing good. You're like, yes, yes, yes. Like, but not telling you like what you really need to work on. I know Jazz always puts me like you know you shouldn't treat that guy like that like or you know you could do better at this. So like you want to make sure you might have positive friends, but you want to make sure they're not yes men that are always saying oh yeah that's good that's good. But you need someone to critique you like you could do that better. Like you're just saying no that's not okay. You put the microphones the right way <laughs> like you tripping. So it's just like you need people who are gonna make you better. And then you also have to get better at taking criticism if you struggle with that
1: that is Mm so so true Uh, that you said that so that's
3: key that criticism because I have thin Mm -hmm. skin I'm sensitive at times
1: I I know me personally it's two sides to it you Mm -hmm. gotta know how to give constructive criticism sometimes I speak to everybody like everybody can handle things the same way Mm -hmm. everybody can't handle my tone all the time Mm -hmm. sometimes everybody can't handle that aggressiveness Mm -hmm. so you gotta know when to be softer or when to Uh, switch it up or when to how to handle people and then on the other side you gotta know how to take the constructive criticism Mm -hmm. Mm I mean if you can't take it Then you know you may not be meant be meant for whatever it is that you're trying to do. But especially Mm -hmm. when somebody that's that's been through it is telling you, you got to listen. Right. Listen to the listen to the originals (laughs) because Mm -hmm. they have been through it and they have realized that opportunities don't come often. Mm -hmm. So when you come across these opportunities, Mm -hmm. you have to maximize it. Mm -hmm. I know one of my keys I talk in the book I talk about in the book in two students is create your own look. Create your own look is about maximizing. And preparing for opportunities when they come your way because you create mm-hmm. your own look by preparing for opportunities mm-hmm. and maximizing, mm-hmm. not by just something happens. And no, I've I've worked hard for this opportunity and it's come my way. Mm-hmm. I'm not lucky. I've prepared for mm-hmm. this. Yes. So the only way you'll be able to maximize those opportunities is by putting in that work. But facts, facts, facts. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm.
0: and yeah, you have to be ready That's for the opportunities, like you were saying. Yeah. Or even if you're not ready, um, like. This is something I just learned, and like, if you have an opportunity that you really want, you have to take it. Don't be like, "I'm not ready for this." Mm -hmm. You figure it out if that's leading to your goals. Like, oh, I never coached a basketball team before. (laughs) No, okay, you got the opportunity. Figure it out. It Came for some reason if that's leading towards your goal, but definitely being prepared for the opportunities that Mm -hmm. are about to come. Because I've definitely been tripped up, like, ooh, I have an opportunity, but I don't have a a Facebook page ready, Mm -hmm. you know, for them to tag me in or something like that. So Mm -hmm. you definitely got to stay ready. And don't get down if you're not. Just
3: it's a lesson. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: Right you can always change we're not rooted we're not trees if you see a problem or see something that you need to learn learn it and then grow on it's no mistakes like we keep reiterating it's only lessons learned life learned lessons so grow forward
0: and I want others to say another thing is just being kind to others because you never know who you're in the room with like I almost didn't talk to Blake like we ran to each other twice. We you know, we were at um.
1: Most City Middle School. Most Mo
0: City. We didn't really talk, but you were was, talking to I'm everybody. Not, I'm not friendly. <laughs> uh, I don't know how we ended you know, up talking, anyways. But at the second time we saw each other, I don't know how we started Kip. talking. Kip. Yeah, it kept But you never know who you're talking to. So I think it's important. Like, Beyonce, she talks to everybody in the room. She's like, hi, her name's Beyonce. Like, we know your name's Beyonce. But whoever you are, especially us, talk to everybody in the room. Because you never know, you know, if y'all could be friends and how y'all could grow together. The day I
1: met you, that's when my perspective started to change. Because I'm not friendly, but I will network. Mm -hmm. I will network, especially in my, like, these last two or three years. But E.T. that day, Dr. Eric Thomas, I don't know if you're familiar with him, but E.T. Mm-hmm. that day, when he That's came out the baby. back, E.T. started walking up to everybody, hi, I'm Eric Thomas, hi, I'm Eric mm-hmm. Thomas.
4: I was like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. <laughs> We know you. Yeah. But yeah I was yeah. like, well,
1: dang If E.T. has that level of humility. He, he's doing that. I think I made an assertive effort since then, mm-hmm. like, well, mm-hmm. I got to start talking mm-hmm. to people a little bit right. more. But I saw he's him like, doing that me. in person, and I was mm-hmm. like, man, he really walking around introducing mm-hmm. himself to everybody. They brought you here, they call they know who you are, but he, he understands. He <laughs> right. understands, it's making be than a him. piece to his puzzle yeah. out there yeah. that he introducing yeah. himself. So, I know mm-hmm. me personally on the heels of that. I think I like spoke to you probably mm-hmm. within the next couple of days. I know mean, right. I had made a certain effort because I saw him doing that. I was like, Man, I gotta start introducing myself. Yeah, we wow. gotta start being more uh That's friendly, right. more uh, approachable. Mm-hmm. Yes. approachable. Mm-hmm. Like, ever since I was younger, people would be like. Why are, <laughs> Why are you mad? You're i not mad. This is my look. Right. So I got sometimes I do have to smile even when I don't want to. But you have to not look like you're not approachable. Right. And uh, somebody said something like yeah. teachability. Yeah. I don't know. Like when I saw that, I thought about being coachable. You also have to be coachable. Like with the coach, you have to be coachable. Yeah. Like, coach, coachable. <laughs> yeah, like That's some people true. aren't coachable. And Facts. Like me for I know with my coach for example with the books he's like man put your face on the coat he's like it's branding put you I was like no I don't want to do that I'm mm-hmm. not he's like no it's brand I'm telling you he like you know it came down the mm-hmm. pipe he's like if they doing this success, it's 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 a it's a blueprint but mm-hmm. you tripping on I just wasn't I just, wasn't being, I just <laughs> wasn't being coachable I just wasn't being coachable and I had to learn you have to be coachable if you want to make any transition because especially when somebody telling me, like I said before, that's been through it. Right. If you're not being coachable, like what are you doing?
4: That's true. Yeah. What
1: you, and I have to catch myself even when, uh, like for advice on like what to charge somebody. Mm-hmm. I get coaching on what to do, and then I still go try to do my own thing. Oh, well, that's my or problem I go ask somebody ass. else. <laughs> like, exactly. And then my coach would be like, what you asking me for if you're gonna go ask somebody else? Ooh, yeah. Be coachable, that's you know? True. And I, I would be the same way if I'm coaching a, a kid Baseball, I told you on you know, how to a technique in the outfit, and outfit, then you go ask somebody else, What would you ask me for?
0: <laughs> Dang, know, so that's so be, true.
1: Be coachable. Mm. Yes. And I don't know if Jarvis, if that's what you meant by teachability, I doubt it. But when I, I, think I saw that's teachability, yeah, I that's thought about being coachable. Yeah.
3: That's exactly what he meant. <laughs> Baby,
0: you're right. You <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't even know how long we've been talking. So uh,
3: I think we had other comments. We don't yeah. know how 20. You had a lot of teach amen and yes.
0: love you woman. Yeah. Hashtag power. I like that one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a long comment. There I
0: was, mean, see was a paragraph. It was Miss Almond. There. That was my my fourth fifth grade teacher. She Aww. she was talking Lord. about yeah. She was talking about when y'all were talking about children. Um, and how to teach them. It was way at the beginning, but she was saying basically what you are talking. What are you saying to them? Like, are you speaking life to them, basically, mm. or not? That has a huge effect on
2: it does. who you are. Because yes, my little sister, she's 11, and she's talking about going to Harvard. Like, and, wow. then, and she is so adamant about that, like Jasmine. Yeah. This is for real. Like, I'm going to Harvard. She I'm gonna is. gonna be there. And I love either.
4: it. I, know. I don't
1: know. No, no, go, go. No, no. I know one of the back. things that I heard y'all mention that y'all wanted to address was like the transitions with spirituality Yeah. I know me personally I got two experiences because I'm not the most uh vocal spiritual person and mm-hmm. like, I don't talk about it a lot but I had two things that stood out for me uh number one was I had made a decision to do what I wanted to do mm-hmm. and I saw a video of ET and I saw him doing it in his element, it was one of the videos where he went viral because the kids kept talking and he was like, I'm here and I'm here for free. And he, mm-hmm. he kind of went in and mm-hmm. he had the, And I was like, man, I could do that. Mm-hmm. And I, I, don't, I don't speak about what I pray about a lot, but I prayed. I was like, man, I need to get into that circle. I prayed to get into that circle. And then mm-hmm. I met Kendall. Mm-hmm. Kendall came jumping my DMs mm-hmm. probably about within a month later.
4: Oh, wow, that's, and, and that's Kendall crazy. runs
1: with ET. Yes. So my wow. coach yes. is, wow. is one like real tight with ET. So I was like, I prayed to get into that circle. And then another thing was, I had made a decision. So one of the things I do is like, when I pray, my version of praying is me talking to my mama. Like, mm-hmm. I have like conversations. Right. And right. even since high school, I remember like in the baseball field, before each play, I like do this little thing and I talk to my mama real quick. So, like, I do that and I have that conversation. But uh, I had made a decision to uh, go get baptized at a certain mm-hmm. point. And it was it was a whole lot into that. It was about really me turning a corner and making a decision to do what I want to do. And, like, putting full faith in myself more mm-hmm. so to have confidence that I can do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And those two things, like, as far as spirituality, like, made a big difference for me. Because both of them came with making a serious decision mm-hmm. as far as... Uh, like, I don't ask for stuff. That's why the, the the put me in ET circle thing was so big. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not the type of person that'd be like, wow, like, put me in somebody's circle or right, just right, ask right. for a lot of things. I'm just like, sure, I like to play my cards, I'm dealt. Mm-hmm. But I asked for that. And I was like, yeah, put me, in. I need to get in ET circle. I need to be around that guy. I need to have it. Happen. Kendall Kane. Now, I wasn't even receptive at first. I'm like, man, I'm not feeling, over. I'm not about to pay nobody for no coaching, mm-hmm. you know, and, and had that type of mentality. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, just, just have a conversation. Within the first 10 minutes, I was like, man, I got to talk to you every day. How can I get on the phone with you every day? <laughs> because he started asking me questions. Like, like, okay, so what do you do to make money? And then, yeah. so I could throw a few gems out there. And he was like, well, if you speak, show me, send me some footage. Yeah. I ain't have no footage. He's mm-hmm. like, man, every time you open your mouth, you got to record. So, yeah, like, true. typically I would have a, I know this is you all thing, but typically I might have the, the camcorder, like, mm-hmm. set up just to get footage to show the activity level. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't doing it at first And he threw out that gym And then of course it went on with the books And, and things of that nature But back awesome. to the spirituality, like Those things made a big difference for me And I'm not even the most vocal Spiritual person mm-hmm. But it's once again going back to that foundation You right, gotta right, have the foundation right. And you gotta have some type of faith Even yeah. if it ain't in nothing else Have faith in yourself mm-hmm. You have to have faith in yourself And, and let that drive you into whatever it is you wanna do. Because mm-hmm. if you have that full hundred percent faith in yourself, it'll go a long way.
4: That's true. That's true. Um, yeah. That's true. <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking just about think, spi- no Me too. Ahead. I'm
0: just thinking about my own spiritual journey. But um mm-hmm. it just is it all just tends to flow when I just realize that it's just not about me. It's just like I might have Like, I feel like God put something in my mind a long time ago, like when I was a child. Mm -hmm. And it's manifesting now, but it's not manifesting in the way I thought it would. And so it's just amazing that, like, like I always say, when I write down in my journal something and I forget about it, in his prayers to God, it always happens.
4: Mm-hmm. So
0: it's just like, you know God is real and it's just like, you really have to have your trust in him and just really you have to be in tuned on where he wants you to go. And sometimes that's hard. Like sometimes you go astray and you mm-hmm. your, your flesh is weak and you wanna just do things your way. But I've learned that even though I might still mess up, I still try to get back on right,
3: track. Right, right, right.
0: But that's just my whole, that's what I've been learning lately. I agree with
3: that. Um, yeah, spirituality, I don't know if we're going to go around, but I just think that it played a huge, huge... I just feel like it's like the cheat code to life. Like, mm-hmm. you know, in a video game, if you have a cheat code. You put the cheat code in. It's mm-hmm. like we be working so hard when we're moving ourselves, but it's like you got a, a, a tag team, or some a little boost, a, 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 not even a little boost, a huge boost when you're working with God. When God is in the mix, it's just like... You don't even have to work as hard. Not saying you don't have to put in the work at all. It's just like we're we're overworking ourselves when I think it could be not saying easy, but it could be easier mm-hmm. than what yeah. it is when you're just trying to do everything alone because there is a higher power there is a greater force that's working and if you mix your energy with that energy it will amplify that much faster for you and that that's not saying you're gonna get what you want overnight but that's opportunities being mm-hmm. planted in your dms like jj can let you go on tour with her from yes. the, it's just <laughs> you can be in et circle like and, and in the list the the sky's the limit there is no destination and that's what i love about it i was like you know i don't really want to say well i don't like putting this out there but i mean i just feel like we're here right now but this is only a gateway to something our next big thing yeah. or our next greater greatest moment in our life along our experience and when we look back in life we'll have all these milestones that are, are compiled uh how do you say that word compilation compilation whatever it's a compilation. huge compilation that sounds good That sound about right <laughs> <laughs> that, that, yes that's right it's a huge compilation of all the the amazing events of how you gave back and how you used your platform um, to to truly express and give back and live through your purpose because if you're living through your purpose i feel like that's god giving in itself you're already in tune with god if you're Doing what you were sent on this earth to be, there's, that's the closest way of being one with God, that there is of. Because God didn't send you on this earth to be miserable the entire time. I think mm-hmm. if you're living and you're genuinely happy, then you're doing something right.
1: Yeah. What's up Ralph? <laughs> <laughs> Ralph My transition yeah.
2: to spirituality, I really had to change my mindset. I knew that being a- believer of God, the benefits, and it's kind of like the same with uh, eating healthy, like I knew the benefits, Mm -hmm. but my mindset, it was just like, I can't go to these places anymore and that, that hurt me, that made me sad, I was like, I can't hang around these people anymore, Mm -hmm. I I had a negative connotation with, you know, the spirituality of what came with it, yes, yes, Mm -hmm. so I had to really change my mindset on that, True, of what I was gaining, not what I was losing.
0: oh yes definitely focus on that
2: we have Mm -hmm. another
3: comment
0: this has been so amazing I encourage every one of you to keep doing what you're doing one thing that's for sure is that you all have a passion for what you do people like me are very appreciative of this. You guys really touched my heart tonight. I was so excited to watch Gucci's Way. <laughs> but yeah, right. I was so stuck on this topic even alls different viewpoints. Keep it up. <laughs> y'all are amazing. Shout so out to
1: competing against Gucci Way. Right. 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 And, <laughs> and when you were saying like the levels, I could see y'all on revolt soon. I don't know why. Speak that gym and Speak that Jimmy and See y'all like, revolt, you know, knocking. Drink champs out the water. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Thank you. Thank you for that. It's
3: prophesied over my life, real quick. I
4: received I that saw blessing.
1: vote it it popped up, and then it was like All Dev Digital was right after them. I don't know. It's okay. just, it just right. came out. Of I, don't I, don't you know. Know. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, I see great things.
3: I love bitch. I really do. That's real. <laughs> for real. Yeah. I feel like everyone that we're networking with right now. We're all gonna be in the cloud. I really visualize everybody we encounter, and we have a really a great great experience with them. I see us like. 25 years, we at this all white event, linen, black and white ball and we giving our speech and we talking about, I remember when we used to record <laughs> at Silver Street Studios, we had to do this, this, this. And now look at this, this man, I remember him before he was a billionaire or a millionaire or whatever it makes you happy in life. Before he was successful as he is, I remember when he was on his grind and he was consistent and yeah. this is why he is the man he is today or the woman she is today. I really be seeing that. Oh, I yeah, swear. Oh yeah, white Everybody I encounter and I know we all the glow up together.
0: Like. Mm. And the cool thing about it is, and what we must keep in mind is that right here, right now, it's real fun, isn't it? We're having fun. We're having right. a good conversation. And it's like we sometimes we look so far ahead that we miss, like, this beautiful blessing that's happening right now. So mm-hmm. embrace the journey. Right now, because it's a blessing to be here with Blake, to be here with my Mm -hmm. two best friends. And Mm -hmm. the journey is fun. So we're always, you know, looking, you know, we do Mm want to look forward, but we also want to embrace the journey because that's where the lessons and the fun is happening. Right. And we're always going to be on a journey.
1: Mm -hmm. One of my my close boys, uh, Sean Worthy, uh, his, 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 his whole brand is Embrace It While You Chase It. Mm. I love it, I love it. Yes. Cause it's like You Dance. gotta embrace You gotta embrace and, and Danielle If you still Danny home, I
3: love you Yeah Danny girl. Like
1: whatever you stressing about Embrace it while you chase it. Yeah, like, whatever it is Real it's talk, Just embrace girl. the struggle While mm-hmm. you still chasing What you doing Don't let that go Like you yeah. still have to Stay on the journey
4: but mm. Embrace that
1: Because all of that adversity Like I talk to kids That go through certain things I'm like man Y'all just being built more tougher than the kids on the other side right. because when y'all go through certain things, y'all gonna be stronger. Mm. Y'all have not really been through it. Mm-hmm. Certain yes. people gonna face certain things, they ain't even gonna know how to handle it because they ain't never yes. touched nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Going through your things, that's because you built for that. You just gotta get through it. Mm. That's the test. You gotta get through it. And you got all of the skills to pass that test. Yes. So you have to embrace that journey. Embrace mm. it. Embrace it while you're still moving forward, though. Right,
3: right. While moving forward. Mm-hmm. While
0: moving forward. I love that.
1: Yeah. So if you stressing, like, stay, like, just embrace whatever that is. Journal about it. Write it down. That's content for a blog, for mm. a book. Like, write whatever you're stressing about. Because when you do overcome it, that's what people going to love. One thing about E.T., they love to hear them say, I was 19, I was homeless, I was eating out mm-hmm. of trash can. Because they like, well, you in front of me me so you've overcome that and that's what people love they love to hear that overcome them students love to hear me talk about like whenever I tell them my biological mama still to this day is is on drugs still or Mm -hmm. being impacted by some type of drugs Mm -hmm. and, and they hear that and then they see me in front of them still, right. like, man, you came from that, and you still getting the opportunity to talk about They right. love that. So distressing or whatever the adversity is, use that. Mm. Journal about it. Write it down. Ooh. Document it. Because it's content for later on. So when you're mm. telling your story, you got to tell that part <laughs> of your story. You yeah. can't leave that out. You can't just tell the good parts. Yeah. You got to tell all of the struggle. You got to tell the adversity. And then you got to give what keys and what you learned from that. Okay. And that's how you help people
4: right
0: yeah i'm about to
4: speak
3: that word over <laughs> my whole entire life like that okay Embrace it guys i was thinking Blake motivate this right? is why He's he is right. blake motivated if y'all don't know blake motivate by now tell the people where to find
4: you just
1: like. all right so on all of my social media platforms facebook instagram twitter uh youtube it's blake motivates and then linkedin uh blake simon Sounds like Simon, but I'm from Louisiana. When I came to Texas, they turned it into Simon. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my social oh, media wow. platforms. I'm more I active on it. Instagram, so Blake motivates. I'm trying to get to 10,000 followers. I know she was yes. talking about the followers, but I want to be able to get more, not just any type of just followers. I need, I need students, right. yes. I need teachers, I need educators. I need the people that's within the realm because I want to add more value. Mm-hmm. Yes. For example, with students, if you're a high school senior or if you're a returning college student, you need to have your FAFSA done because it opened in October. Mm-hmm. And if you're waiting, then you're behind the ball, because they're about to start awarding students whenever this next semester starts. And if you don't have mm-hmm. a fast on fire, you're not going to get considered for any of the free money that's out there. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're on a full scholarship. Do it anyway, because if All you qualify right. for a Pell Grant, then you'll get extra money in your pocket. Dang. So I know that. you have to be able to, and I mean, that's the reason why I need more of them following me, so that when I drop those gems or I talk mm-hmm. about those things, they can know, because I didn't know. I, I didn't know. <laughs> I, like, I, I really didn't know. So. Mm.
3: Wow. Understand. That was <laughs> deep. That was so deep. That
4: was good Embrace
3: day. the moment. That really stuck with me. And I've been heavy, heavy on that because I, I was just, this may be weird. I was watching the uh, Def Jam comedy reunion 25. on Netflix, the twenty five. <laughs> was it good? Yeah. It was. It, it had to be very emotional. It wasn't like a stand-up comedy. Oh, it was okay. like they were having that. like a dinner. It was like a celebration to like really just acknowledge all what they've done and how Russell Simmons paved the way for, or was it Russell Simmons?
1: It was, it was Russell, yeah, Russell Simmons. Russell yeah.
3: Simmons that paved the way for like so many people, but what it made me think is like 25 years ago, they wasn't this huge phenomenon, they wasn't this brand name Martin Lawrence, like everybody respect Martin Lawrence, like I I was underrating him. Not really underrating him, but like to, like if you just think about him today and what he was in his prime, guys, that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> He's just like he amazing, but okay. Yeah, but it is. just makes me think like these people were nobody's, quote unquote. At once upon a time in their grind, they were going through like a lot of them were working dead-end jobs, or they just um were at subway. Like Frank Ocean used to work at Subway, and I know in one of the particular song he used to say, um, he was like talking to his mom, he's like, I'm standing on my feet for seven dollars an hour, mama. I ain't making that I'm oh, yeah. minimum wage, mama, I'm making six eight hundred, seven hundred, four hundred K mama to stand on my feet, mama. Instead of me paying them, they paying me, mama. And it just made me think like one day we are really gonna be
4: yeah.
3: way, like everything. Is in the works if we stay consistent yeah. stay persistent and actually hone in and know what you want focus like that that thing with the fast foot you we have to be on top of things yeah. and and that's just outside of school in school because like a life has been taking control of us but we have to take mm-hmm. control of our life and mm-hmm. and that's really what is going to boil down these comedians Knew what they wanted to be, in spite of people who thought they were crazy. Because comedians say some of the craziest stuff on air, and they get away with it. But they knew in their mind, like I want. I see myself filled in arenas, in arenas, telling people these jokes and and making an impact using their particular platform. And that was just so beautiful to me, like just seeing everybody. Continue. I found
1: the same inspiration from. Because I think with comedians, you always hear comedians talk about the struggle mm-hmm. and like how, man, they pay us in drinks <laughs> and, and those types of things. So I know that they struggle to come through. So when you see them, and they kept saying it, uh, Cheryl kept saying it, DL said it. They was like, and we all look good. Mm-hmm. It was like, and we look good.
3: Yeah, tonight we look good.
1: We look good. They like, how really many good. black people, this big? This many heavy hitters in here, and we mm-hmm. 25 That's what years Steve Harvey said. We look good. Yeah. And they did. But mm-hmm. the only reason that they still there, and they still, like everybody, they still relevant. They still grind. Mm-hmm. Even when they right. left the stage, they did a TV show, or they got into the movies, or mm-hmm. they created their own platforms, or they exactly. still did the stand-up, or you... Whether now it's going and translating and doing it through social media, however they do it, you stay relevant and you transition into whatever new resources are available to you and you stay relevant and keep grinding and remain consistent. I found the same inspiration, just seeing them years later Mm -hmm. and they still looking good and they still grinding, Mm -hmm. they still grinding.
3: And to piggyback again off of that, so what brought me to even thinking about that was the embracing the moment. Now, what was it, the phrase?
1: Shout shout out to Sean Worthy, embrace it while you chase it. Embrace
3: Embrace it while you chase it, because while they were chasing it, think about if they wasn't embracing it, and they was always thinking about the next big moment, which I'm sure some of them may have, Mm. and their prime passed them up, and then now they're looking back at their life like, dang, I really did have a really good life. I really wished I really was engaged in that moment, enjoying all the fruits and the essence essence of that moment, focusing on the positive things instead of focusing on the things that were stressing me out in this moment. Because there's a lot of millionaires, billionaires on TV Mm -hmm. entertaining us, but they're not happy Mm -hmm. in their own lives. But it's like, we looking up to you like, I can't wait to see you on TV. I can't wait to, Mm -hmm. just as a society, like praising and worshiping them. But it's like, we really have to embrace it and chase this moment that we're in right now. Like cherish this moment with your loved yeah. ones right now. <laughs> cherish all the people that are around you right now. Cherish every single thing, like the house you living in right now, just cherish yeah. it because there is also in the laws of attraction, If you're thankful for things and you're constantly giving thanks and sending out gratitude, you're gonna only attract more moments to be grateful for. It's gonna even amplify bigger moments. If you're happy about this thing, it's like, okay, well, since you're always saying thank you, thank you, let me give you some more stuff to say thank you, thank you for. So, like, I just really feel like we need to be thankful, cherish these moments that we are in the present moment. Like, be so appreciative. I can't harp on that enough because I think that's so important how we, because we could let life pass us by thinking about things and, like, when you reminiscing on those good times, like, then that really was a good time! Like, it really was a really good time. Like, I should have been really enjoying it a lot more. So just be fully engaged in the moment. We had a comment.
0: Right, they know, they're
1: just being so nice to us. I love y'all. You mentioned, uh, like, the whole, I wanted to touch, touch this part, like, with the, Law of Attraction, mm-hmm. it's negatives to it, too. If you're Dude. always thinking mm-hmm. about bills, then you're right. going to get bills coming your way. Oh, yeah. And uh, oh, yeah. affirmations. So I always mm-hmm. talk about, to the kids especially, create affirmations. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a new part in the book to create, like, 15, and then you continue to do more. Mm-hmm. It's negative affirmations, too. Right. But you want to focus on the positive. Same thing with the Law of Attraction. So if, you can, if you're constantly thinking about the negatives and the, the adversities, and yes. being stuck in it mm. and always thinking about the bills, and they're they going to keep coming. Thanks. So you have to envision the, 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 the life that you want and just be able to, like I said earlier, document those adversities. Right. And then what you can get from it, but don't mm. drown in the sorrows. Mm, that's good. Don't, 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 don't get so caught up into it to where it consumes your mind because the positive things that you think you want won't come. You have to, that, that consumes your mind. that's going to attract those things. So there is a negative to it. it. You don't want to focus on those negative things, though. You always want to straight towards the positive. Right. I
2: love that. I really do. Because mm-hmm. I was looking at this um, blogger and she said there's a new um, algorithm on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yes. And instead of kind of being mad about it, she was like, she immediately got on YouTube and was like, let me figure out, figure out. how to do this, how to work right. around it, how to mm-hmm. better my business through yeah. it. And mm-hmm. I just, I love it. You have right. to. You, you have, have to keep adapt. pushing through it and yes, be able to adapt. adapt that's
4: adapt. key word. And, mm-hmm. I mean, yes. Adaptation. That's, that's, mm-hmm. so, that's so key. Yes. That's what
3: keeps you youthful through this. Life because mm-hmm. if you get stuck in your ways and get rooted on getting trying to go against the grain and fight the system on like, mm-hmm. fighting change. Some
1: people yeah. struggle, and I'm saying some people because I'm thinking about me. <laughs> right, right. Like he he looking looking staring. Staring. <laughs> some people struggle with adapting and still yes. being authentic. Like I, mm, I struggle with like adapting true. and staying authentic. Mm-hmm. Like one thing I want to do is always be authentic in my brain because I don't want to mm-hmm. have to fake it.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. but
1: you do have to adapt you have to Mm -hmm. uh one of the key parts to one of the like it's four things that we focus on in one group that i'm in and one main part of that is balance it's like your business your mind your balance and uh and uh it's mind, business balance and uh, why the last one eluded me but balance is like if you without balance it's it's hard to go forward so Mm -hmm. yeah it made me think about that
3: that's so true that's so true. Integrity. Integrity. Yes. 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 Gotta yeah. stay true to yourself. I think that goes yeah. right hand in hand with authenticity. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, but yeah, that adapting—you have to be able to adapt and stay current. Man, There's so Steak. many. Like successful people, uh, especially people that's been in it for a long time. Like uh, I like to look at Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Like Will Smith. Like how he transitioned from being a, a rapper, not even a common type rapper.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, a Grammy Award I mean They, they I Going into that. Going into Acting And then not just TV show Took it to the next level mm-hmm. Then like Just remaining relevant. Like reinventing yourself Yeah, Yeah that's the, That's what I think yes. about And that like How yes. you reinvent yourself mm-hmm. And, that's and, good. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Because that's so what, important.
3: I think that's what Beyonce did. That's why she's yes. been so strong in the game mm-hmm. for so long because she's been able to adapt. Like first she was only singing. Now she Beyonce. She rapping with y'all. It's like <laughs> I'ma stay in this game no matter what I got. Yes. What? But she's still staying true to herself. And I think that's what we always have to make sure the underlying meaning is you no. Know, while you transition along with life. Because life is only going to change. The only thing constant is change. Every right. time we walk outside and look up at the sky, the sky is in a different pattern. The clouds are in a different placement. The moon <laughs> phase is different every single day. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like change is in our innate essence. And we don't even know it. We're subconsciously programmed for change. But sometimes we can get stuck and grounded in our ways. We wanting to go against the grain of change. Talking to myself too because I'm, I'm, I'm one of those, like, everything gotta be perfect this way up to the T, and I don't wanna change it. And so, like, sometimes I used to get anxiety when change came about, and it's just like, I would learn that, like, that I, there's this quote that say, He who stops growing starts dying, and I was like, mm-hmm. It may not even be physically dying, but mentally dying. Imagine all of the um, people when the, the technology age came in the computer systems and people were used to handwriting things and didn't want to get computer savvy or learn how to type. Or some people, parents, I know my uh, dad was like, and my mom, don't text. My dad texts a little more now, but like, <laughs> imagine if you didn't want to adapt to text messaging. At first, it was something that was so, we may do it, we may not. Now it's almost like mandatory. Even companies are like, well, I'll just text you, just send me your text line. And we'll so it's just like we mm-hmm. gotta adapt we gotta adapt to stay fresh to stay useful to stay relevant in the world. i like how you said relevant yes but yeah we've been on this thing for a year but it's so many amazing gems yeah two hours yes,
4: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. i know last thing that i want to add with the transition um because i made a video about it last week people often hop in my DMs because mm-hmm. I think they see the, the glory side. Because I post pictures of me impacting students because that's what I do. Mm-hmm. But uh, when you're trying to jump into this entrepreneurial life, it's not all going to be pretty. In fact, it's 95, 95% starting off, not going to be pretty. Mm-hmm. And I made the, the, mm-hmm. the effort to try to show another side. So when you're making that transition, be prepared for it all. Like, I don't go out no more, uh, I, and that's including everything. And that infect, that impacts everything. Because I don't want to go, like, I'm like, shoot, I can't even go on no date. I'm like, shoot, I, ain't even, I can't take myself on a date. I'm not going on a date. I'm like, I can't trick off that time, or that money. But, like, I don't go buy clothes. I don't go buy, like, extra shoes. Like, I don't go buy, unless it's, like, something that I'm going to wear when I'm speaking.
4: Mm. But, like,
1: you really have to be ready to get down and dirty for what you want. And, like, really be able to sacrifice and understand mm. that it's not all going to be pretty. I don't care if you got it all as far as like what you think you need for a budget or what you think you need as far as a team. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to be pretty. So you have to be willing to, once again, fight through that. And I mm, said that to so say, true. oh, I said that because, like I said, people jump in my DMs. They ask about, oh, you do this full time? I want to do this full time. Right. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> like,
4: are you sure? Because when I just went through
1: your pictures on your on your account, you look like you got a, a girl, a kid. You know, like this. Uh, That's what you want to do. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. another thing, like with the relationship thing, we didn't get to mention it. I know mm-hmm. I mentioned it to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's difficult. Like if you get into a relationship. I heard a sermon and a guy was saying that it's difficult to be in a relationship and find your purpose while in the relationship. Mm
4: -hmm. Because one
1: person may fall in love with a person that may find their purpose and they change. Mm
4: -hmm. Not
1: necessarily change, but now you found your purpose, so it's a whole different, like I'm a completely different person than what I was Mm -hmm. when I was working that job. So within regards to relationships, If you found your purpose, I think it makes it easier for you to transition into a relationship if you're not in one. Mm -hmm. And if you are in a relationship with someone who finds their purpose, try to be understanding and adapt to that new person because it's going to be different. Mm. But if you can't adapt, then don't prolong the situation. You have to be able to like understand, even as the person that found their purpose, maybe this is this is not the situation for me.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So just just think about those things, um, especially whenever it comes to the relationship. I know I wanted right. to, 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 That's to say awesome. that. That's because so everybody don't find their purpose before they get into a relationship. And sometimes you do while you're in it, and that other person can't handle it.
3: Mm-hmm. That's facts. That's facts. And I definitely, you said something that struck something, but then mm-hmm. I forgot it. Oh, I should have wrote it down. I do want to add one thing with the relationship and purpose. I definitely think that is very, very, very keen to to, to when you're going into a relationship knowing who you are and what your purpose is and I think if both parties know their purpose it will make it easy to harmonize in the relationship and maybe one person can add value it will be like another piece to your puzzle and, and inspire you and help you move you further along in your purpose but on the flip side it is a double-edged sword if you don't know your purpose or and this person starts to, to change because their purpose will bring out a whole nother person in them, and it could be, and they could have made you. And they like going out and going drinking and going turning up and doing the most. <laughs> and then now they're like, okay, I'm on grind mode. And so now the two of you are growing apart or seeing in different way in different ways. So you just
2: definitely have to be careful with that.
1: And you gotta communicate. You just oh, have to be able to communicate, communication so. is the key. Yeah. So. Uh,
2: now I remember what I was going to say. He was talking about, um, <laughs> I want to say sacrifice. sacrifice, sacrifice, because yes. that um, is what I wanted that's to say. Thank you, you. Cause you know you may want to be you know on that boat on that yacht eating fancy dinners, Ooh. but you may have to kind a sacrifice it. Get your canned tuna, get your you know spam, whatever you know, <laughs> eat small so you can eat big.
1: <laughs> and I'll be looking at my and travel pictures from before I quit my job. Cause that was yeah. one thing I did when I did have the job. Yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Whether it's LA, whether it's Atlanta, whether it's Punta Cana, whether it's Cancun, yeah. I'm gonna go somewhere. Whew, I ain't been able to take them See, trips, with that
2: sacrifice, that sacrifice, right.
4: pay that Ooh, sacrifice. Days. but I will listen
1: to the video while I was on the beach in Cancun and I could hit the water and the waves and not just <laughs> take myself there, but I mean, yes. I mean it for something greater, mm-hmm. you know, so I gotta, gotta sacrifice.
3: Yeah, I definitely agree with yes. that sacrifice because I feel like every, I life forms in cycles and I know a lot of farmers or if you're in agriculture, you can relate to this every point in your life is a season. And so like, although you may be sacrificing them now, it's because you've planted the seeds and in time, everybody wants microwave results right now. And, and we don't understand that like, even if you've been doing something for a year, that's not a long time. That's not a long time to see results. Like I've been doing this for a year. So we've gotten to the mindset like, I've done this for this long and it ain't working. Yeah. So you give up. But no, it's like, if a, if a farmer, planted a seed and poured water on it and came outside tomorrow and looked at the plant like, it ain't grow, forget this plant. I ain't feed, I ain't giving you no more water. And that's what we do with our dream. We, trust the
4: process. we put
3: like that one day we go hard and we be like, I ain't get that car back. I ain't teaching at schools yet. I ain't singing in front of sold out audiences. Forget this, I'm done. And so it's like, but that's not what's gonna reap though the harvest that you need. That's not gonna reap the seeds. You can't you can't sow a seed and get the result nick tomorrow. It just don't happen like that. And that's what happens with our business. So like right now you may be at a season where I need to save. I may need to penny pinch. I may need to be eating beans and rice like that. One got told us the whole year. And it's like but it's only going to be lead up until one day. You still have to focus. You still have to be on your ground. You still have to do all the things that you were doing before you said that you were going to do this. But you've got to know that one day this is going to result to eating filet mignon. I don't know really. I don't eat fish or this stuff. I'm vegan, vegetarian. But whatever your dream meal is, it's this beans and rice, this, this ramen noodles. I don't know if y'all be on them like I was on them back in college days. But you have to know. And now I've been kind of, you know, use your own seasoning. Don't use that seasoning pack. It got a lot of sodium in there. But um, for real, it's yeah. just a season. In life, you reap what you sow. So if you sowing seeds of of being lazy, sitting on the couch, just watching TV, going to a job you hate, back in your life, later down in your life, you're gonna reap those seeds. Yeah. The same seeds. So whatever you do, in all that you do, have purpose, have
1: intention with everything that you're doing. And if you're you lazy, if you're a lazy person, find your best to find somebody with some drive. The worst thing to do is to be a lazy person and get with another lazy person and have a lazy mm-hmm. kid. Ooh. Don't do that. I'm almost <laughs> scared to
0: have that person be with the driven person. I don't want them to bring them down. <laughs> this,
4: this, this,
1: lazy, this, 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 this help the lazy people. No more lazy kids. All right.
3: Yeah. I will say balance too. <laughs> this is off topic, off the grid, but like I feel like in everything you do, you do need balance. Yeah. Balance. Yes. Fun play. I know we always talk about I'm vegetarian, I'm vegan, I eat healthy, but I have my cheat meals yeah. and I, I, not saying I eat meat, but I do have like my, <laughs> my vegan cookies. I be, I, I be going this. hard, you know, on, on sweets at times that I know I shouldn't eat, but it's like, it's, I'm going to say, I'm going to do this right now. And then I'm already, while I'm eating it, I'm already having, it. I'm going to enjoy it while I'm eating. I'm going to live in that moment, you know, uh, but after <laughs> that moment is over, I'm going to be like, okay, right back on it. Most people will have that moment. we are like, well, oh, I'm F. Up, I can't do it. I forget this. I'm gonna just go back to the way I used to be. But no, like give yourself that room for error because we aren't perfect. Give yourself that room for balance because we aren't perfect, and that's okay, but at the end of the day, you're gonna still reap those abundant benefits if you get back on your horse if you fall off. Okay. Mm-hmm.
4: Like it. That's
3: it. We had a comment or anything? Yeah, yeah, a few
0: comments.
3: Well, this one.
0: Yes! Yeah, sacrificing <laughs> is not an option, but we have to be okay with making those sacrifices. Yeah. It makes the process easier. And I don't know, for some reason, like I might be like too good with the balancing thing. <laughs> but um, I just feel like when you are doing something you love, it's almost it doesn't even feel too much like a it's sacrifice. Like a- yeah. Because, yeah. That's true. because it's benefiting That's true. It's you so, so much. It's
1: easy to say no. You yes. fall in love with the process. One of my best friends, she... Uh, finished law school around December, uh, moved back to Houston. Uh, well, she finished around November, moved back to Houston, and she was doing a lot of celebrating. Every time she hit me, mm-hmm. I said I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And to, I was like, but don't stop hitting me. <laughs> right? Yeah, <'Cause> <laughs> I always, that. That I I always say that. <laughs> but at a certain point, I was just like, I ain't gonna be able to do it. I was <laughs> like, because I'm not gonna be able to number one, just go trick off the time, mm-hmm. like the time, and then like I'm not gonna want to trick off my money because I'm mm-hmm. like, shoot, I could have bought it. I could have bought, like, 30 more books, (laughs) and I could sell them for, like, this I'm (laughs) like, no, I'm good. I'm good because I just can't afford to do it. Not, Mm -hmm. like, literally I can't afford to do it, which that's the case, too, but, like, I Mm -hmm. just can't afford to do it. Mm -hmm. Everything has to be invested back into the business Mm -hmm. if it ain't going towards, like, personal bills Mm -hmm. or something like Mm -hmm. that. So, I mean, it's easy for me to say that, though, now. Like, Mm -hmm. even with, at certain points, less money than I've had whenever I was working – Less money in the bank account. I didn't. I I haven't yet to stress like I was stressing at that dead job. Mm-hmm. I've yet to stress like I was stressing at that dead job. Wow, mm-hmm.
3: that's
1: beautiful. That
0: is it means you're walking in your purpose. That's yes.
1: right.
3: that was a great podcast. Thank you all <laughs> that up. stayed tuned yes. in with us. Y'all are amazing. Each of you are the best. And I just see so much abundance, so much abundance. Just I feel like we in that season of planting, we've been in it for quite some time now, a couple of years. I can say each of us sitting at this table, we've been in, and we are like almost at the brink of our glow up, like of the 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 season of harvest. like. Man, when that season of harvest comes up, I feel like it's already here. I feel like it's already been here. We've been here. having amazing opportunities. I've heard that um, Blake say he has some amazing opportunities. So we kind of technically, I'm embracing the harvest season. I feel like I'm in in plant and harvest at the same mm-hmm. time. It's, it's
1: levels. It's, it's levels. levels. So, like, you just have to be understanding of your level. Yeah. And, That's true. And embrace that. Mm-hmm. Like, I embrace my level. It's a struggle level. <laughs> I know this is the, like, I like to look at it like rap. So if this was J. Cole, like, uh, one of my favorites, mm-hmm. then this is the come, the up. come
2: up. The yeah, come
1: up. Yeah, this is the come up. This album will be soon, then Friday. Then we're going to get into dropping albums. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'll drop on mixtapes. Big yes, play. there we go. Then we're going to graduate to the hard hard right. next one. The EP, we're going to we going to move away from the meat. So we're going to stay independent, though. We're going to stay yeah. chance. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. we going to stay, stay chance. But yeah, like that's how I look at it. So, you know, like even at that point, if you listen to the music, it's like, yeah, 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 I didn't think it was going to get this far. Mm-hmm. But that was Friday Night Lights. And then even on Sideline Store, the first one was like, man, they telling the story. Mm-hmm. Then as you listen to the, as the music evolve, it's like, man, I was worrying about that. That's not even what it's about. It's, it's about love, it's right. about mm-hmm. family, it's about I love it's you beautiful. Know, so it's, it's like, beautiful. that's that's where I'm at, you know, taking those things. But yeah, it's a process. Yeah. So where we're at, this is success. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's more levels to it. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah.
3: right. levels right. to it. Yeah. We on our Jay-Z still, mm-hmm. we trying to get y'all a million dollar worth of game for only zero, <laughs> $0. ninety nine. I'm just
1: saying. Free
3: ninety nine. Free ninety nine. I'm just saying
0: though. So y'all. before we go into our affirmations, I want to ask you what is this chapter in your life called? The
1: the, the well each each chapter is called the transition. Hmm. And then it's just a different phase. So hmm. the the transition Foundation year, I think, was this year, last year, 2016, because I was really laying the foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, I've labeled this year, coming into this year, the transition to come up. Mm-hmm. So I felt like this was going to be the year for the come up in regards to... So in my life, I've always envisioned 30 and 32 being very critical years. So I'm 30. This is the thirty year. Mm-hmm. So I've, I feel like I've done things to put myself in a position to do what I need to do for next year, but I feel like 2019 gonna be crazy because that's yeah. the 32 year. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, I don't know why, even as a young kid, 30 and 32 have always been the, the years. So I feel like I'm in the transition phase,
4: mm-hmm.
1: period, but it's like the, the, the foundation, the come up, and then I don't know what next year is gonna be yet. Right. Like, it, it, it's still to be told because this fourth quarter that we're in right now, mm-hmm. I'm worried about dominating that before the next game starts. Mm-hmm. Although there's planning for next Love year, that. Mm-hmm. but, like, the fourth quarter, we in it. And I was down in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. There was a lot happened. Somebody broke my car in the third quarter. Harvey came yeah. in the third quarter. Right. School got pushed back in the third quarter, mm-hmm. so I couldn't do yeah. my work like I needed to. So the third quarter came in halftime. Halftime mm-hmm. the summer was cool. So right. halftime came in out of halftime with a lead. Third quarter things got tough. They came out, they was busting threes. <laughs> <laughs> Defense was weak. Okay. I everything love it. Was, yeah, that was, you can relate. Nothing, nothing <laughs> was really going my way in the third. So That's now real. in this fourth quarter, mm-hmm. not only do I have to get the lead under ten with six minutes left, then I gotta get I gotta get I I g I gotta we gotta win. Yeah. We gotta win. We gotta win. We gotta win. Period. No we got to win. So, no we got to get the lead back down because they was up by double digits. <laughs> Life was up by double digits coming in. So, into gotta lower that gap. so we got to go. get the lead know down. Shout is. out to the NBA starting tonight. Yes. yes. We got to oh, get okay. the lead down. Um, there's a lot going. Yes. And then then, you got to win. You got to win. Um, when um, is far, it, and, the only and option? If it, and if it, it's going to be a win, but in that process, got to learn. Right. Yeah. Coming into so, next year, I, I really see big things. I just think next year is the year where I can do the next thing, the the next part to take it to the next level, mm-hmm. like establishing the team. I need mm-hmm. the I need the team, and then um, uh, like leveling up. Period, growing it up, growing the brand up. Mm-hmm. You know, just switching things up. Right. Like I'm, I got some branding things that I want to do. So putting okay. putting those things in a place. But yeah, it's, it's it's the it's it's still technically the foundation. Right. And the come up, it's still mm-hmm. like a combination of those things because the foundation is still being laid. Like you said, somebody said something earlier about it taking more than just a year. Mm-hmm. Like E.T. for example, I know at least he's been doing it since at least 1993. Mm-hmm. At least 1993. Imagine if he would've years. stopped in
3: 1999. People just right? see
1: the 2012 on. Exactly. 2009 on. But it mm. takes years and years of grind, years and years to, of practice to be that ill at speaking, right. to be that ill at telling your story, mm. and to be that ill at connecting with people to where People gonna pay you a hundred thousand dollars just to show up. Right. Nice. You know, and give nice. and give that work for thirty minutes. Yes. You know, nice. so I was telling oh, yeah.
0: sorry. I was telling Jasmine same thing td jakes was on the breakfast club and he was talking yes. about for 10 years he would he didn't he had a congregation of less than 100 people for 10 mm-hmm. years and people were like i've been following you forever and he's like no you only been following me since i've been on tv you don't know you know what i've been doing yeah, behind the
2: scenes behind, yeah.
0: behind the scenes it's just like right so you might seem like it's not going yeah. but yeah, yeah, you yeah. just gotta keep going You gotta keep, you have going. To keep going especially if you know,
3: like Tiffany dragon. always says um uh, that Dory on Finding Nemo just keep swimming just keep swimming <laughs> and we always she transitions is transitions it to just keep grinding okay. just keep grinding because yeah. you can't stop <laughs> if you stop you will miss out on your blessings and someone asked me the question like so when in life do you settle I was like you never settle, ever. Like, you don't stop until the goal is achieved. That's the only Oops. way you feel is if you stop. Yeah, it's the only spin? way you feel. Because somebody was like, well, well, when do you start to work on Plan B? That's the more logical. Plan. Oh, what's
0: that? I don't I'm know, know. if <laughs> <know> that
3: is. People <laughs> really always know. like, you gotta have a safe, a gateway <laughs> out. I'm like, Plan B is the, I mean, the plan for Plan eight eight A to follow through. It's, it's no plan such B thing as stopping it's settling <laughs> and settling and quitting and giving up and going another route. Unless mm-hmm. you want to have a memorable life. No. But, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Can you tell us about your book? Go ahead and elaborate a little. Give us a little backstory, yeah. a little details, a little yeah. synopsis of it.
1: I can definitely. So the book is called The Transition Guide Journal. This particular book is for students to help them transition to and through college. So it's a half guide, half journal. On the first page, the student will put their name as a co author. So mm-hmm. they'll be able to. Oh, uh, cool. Take some ownership to the fact that they oh, be that's writing.
4: Yeah. <clears throat>
1: then in the second section, in the first section, I kind of run through my personal story. I kind of alluded to a few facts, like uh, I was born to biological parents that was involved with drugs, mm-hmm. and uh, I was raised by another woman that had no blood relation to me. So I kind of go through those different things. At the end of each section, there's journal space. So, well, back to the first section. So I labeled each part. I got the... The
3: The aftermath. Y'all can't see that, but that's like the aftermath. Yeah, yeah. So I start off
1: just talking about my transition, which is, that's what this whole part is called. Then the foundation, um, which is the the foundation of my life. Then the aftermath, which is like after my mom passed away. Then false security, because I had developed this false security, especially transitioning through high school, that everything was all good Mm -hmm. until I graduated and everything wasn't all good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that was real important to get across to high school students, middle school students, because that was the time whenever my mindset changed, and then the transition happened. Mm-hmm. So after that, I have journal space at the end of each section for them to wow. be able to write and take notes if necessary. So the second section, that's when it becomes more actionable. I talk about five transition keys. Number one, know your why. So I'll go through three, three things that help me determine my purpose and why I do what I do. Number one, the people who sacrifice for me. Uh, Number two, the people who depend on me, like my younger siblings and other people that look up to me. Mm -hmm. And then three, what type of impact you want to have. So I'm passionate about helping kids, particularly kids in Missouri City. I strongly believe that if you want to take over the world and make an impact on the world, you got to start with your block. Mm -hmm. Once your block has your back, then you'll be able to go further. So I love doing things in Missouri City. But to help push that forward, I ask these questions. What kind of future do you want for yourself? And then there's a space where you can actually write in. Uh, What would you do if money wasn't involved? Who do you love? There's three people that love you, and if you think about those things, then you'll have a why. Mm-hmm. So I also talk about. This is yeah. good.
0: Y'all gotta get this.
1: Right. Yeah. You have any
4: keys? Right. I'm the about.
1: Yeah, different you. I kind of. And these first five foundation keys are for anybody. It's not necessarily for a student, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's for a student. So a different you is just about envisioning and, and the law of attraction, so that's where the affirmations come in. Get this so from my little
3: brother. space
1: for you to do <laughs> affirmations. Same thing about goals, letting you know that success is not about tangible things, success is about achievement, and the way you achieve is by setting and accomplishing goals. Mm. So to help you get started, set a goal, put a deadline. The deadline mm. is how you can hold yourself accountable. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of what the second section is about. I also talk about trusting the process, and I talk about creating your own look, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, the last section is student success keys. So we talk about keys for junior high students, keys for high school students. For high school, we'll have a checklist starting from freshman year as to different things that you need to do starting from wow. freshman year, wow. sophomore year, junior year, summer going into senior year, okay. senior year, fall.
3: Look, they got the fast spring. friend now.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I saw the
3: SAT and the ACT on the page. Yeah, this because is a lot beneficial. of students,
1: you're a senior and they wait to take the SAT. Mm-hmm but then school's not gonna give you no scholarship because they don't have your SAT score. Right. So if you wait until the last minute, you ain't gonna get considered for nothing. So you should take your PSAT as a freshman. You should take your SAT sophomore year. Okay. Have yeah. that already in the system. So that's yes. the reason for the checklist. And then it's things directly related to the college campus experience. Like we pay for these campus resources like the library, like the health center, like the writing center, like tutoring services, mm-hmm. and students don't utilize them until the last minute. Mm-hmm. But if you've been writing in MLA your whole high school career, and then when you get to college, they want you to write in APA, you might need to go spend time in the writing center. Right, right, because right. if you don't do it correctly, you will get a plagiarizing F. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to use your resources. If you have having mental issues, most counseling centers mm-hmm. on the campus are free. Yes. So if you need a counseling session, or if they have sessions that's after hours that you can attend that's free, utilize it you have somebody to talk to. The mm-hmm. library, if you don't have a laptop, you need to be in the library because you mm-hmm. need to be on those computers right. because you need to get right. your work done. So just kind of talking about building relationships and networking as well, being intentional with how you build relationships. Your high school teacher and a college professor is two different people. So you got to know how to approach that relationship. Right. College professors have 2,000 other students they may be advising, they have labs, they have office hours.
4: Right, you got to know how to
1: approach that situation. Be intentional with your friendships, don't waste time on people. Last thing, uh, financial aid <laughs> break down the whole financial aid process, starting from what is financial aid to how to follow up once you do the fast, differences between married versus need based money, and then uh, cost of attendance. Then I close it out with a blank degree. So, if you heard of the like blank check theory where you fill in the check for the right. amount that you want, fill in your degree and, and claim like the that. degree for the degree that you want, especially if you're pursuing a bachelor's degree. A, a lot of students coming out of high school don't understand what an associate's or bachelor's or a master's mm-hmm. or PhD is. So mm-hmm. kind of getting them, okay, I'm getting a bachelor's degree. I want to go to university and you're pursuing a bachelor's degree. And then yes. it ends with the journal space. Once again, just for you to be able to create more goals, more affirmations, memorable class lessons, uh, memorable ideas, anything that you oh, can amazing. do to write. And then it's some resources in the back. Um, A few people that I know, like some people that do care packages, like JCS Project, um, different resources as far as websites, and then I got a plethora of books here. Some people may know the authors, and then other authors, there's authors that I know, that's people that's in like, Grindation and different groups. But basically, just creating a tool for students that's personal, uh, because I tell my personal story, and then it's engaging, so they can do the activities, Mm -hmm. and then it's impactful because you have the knowledge and the information Me as a young black brother that worked in financial aid, it's not a lot of young black men that know that game Mm -hmm. and that know how to make that transition. So I want to be able to appeal to those students and connect with them, especially the minority students, while I can and while they'll listen to me because there's not too many people that have that knowledge that can do it. So use the book. I use the book to go in with the the schools, Uh, families purchase it, but mainly with the schools. I can use this as a basis of the content in my sessions. And then, this is something even when I speak, like Tiffany's come with me, I give the book away or I have somebody sponsor books because these same keys I speak about is here now. You can right. have it and it's something right. tangible you can hold it in your hand. That's you amazing. Yeah, so that's what the book is about. The book is on blakemotivates.com. On my website, Not it's also bad. on Amazon.com, <laughs> but I prefer you to go I prefer for you to go to Blakemotivates.com and get it from the website. Or you can just hit me up on Instagram or uh, if you're local in my DMs. You know, uh, I do bulk specials. Or if you want to sponsor, I have a goal to provide a book to every senior at Thurgood Marshall High School where I graduated from. It's 281 seniors. So far I got about 10 with the book. So I'm looking for sponsors or like anybody that wants to help. So that we can get each student a book mm. with each student getting a book. They either get a one-on-one talk with me or they're a part of a whole session. So they're not just going to get the book. They're going to get some type of talk with me to help them understand, okay, what you about to do in eight months?
4: And if you don't
1: know, let's start thinking about it and get it on track right now. Because the reality is, it's a a boatload of seniors that's a class of 2018 that's about to graduate, and they're not exactly sure about what they want to do. And when you're not exactly sure, you're going to go to college, you're going to take out loans unnecessarily, you're going to put yourself in a situation to where you don't have to be there. Right. So just just giving them that guidance and giving them uh, Mm. that knowledge based on not only my experience as a student, but as a higher education professional. Right, Mm. right. Wow. You know, and I'm rambling, but that's that's. No,
3: these are, you're not rambling. These are solid gems that yeah. needs to be shared with the entire universe. And we thank you and appreciate you for yes. this. Thank, thank you. Yeah. This is, wow, this is an y'all. amazing piece. This is a masterpiece right here. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see this book Everybody needs being room, on the right? top top five books to read in your life for success. <laughs> I can definitely see this book going there. It's the right yes. in the room. It's actually already there in my mind, so right. it's there. It's right. there. It's there. Right. <laughs> like, if I had a book like this in, in middle school, I know, what, I know.
1: College, what if they gave all the freshmen
3: this book? We'd be good. And
1: that, and, that, and the crazy part is, you know, the students would be so interested in reading it. You know, mm-hmm. It takes for them to hear me talk and for, to, for me to tell the story and then for to engage them. Mm-hmm. But then they'd be interested in reading. They would sure. be interested. Like, I remember the one girl, I think you might have got on tape. She was like, I'm about to go home. I'm going to light some candles tonight. I'm going to take a bath. She was in the eighth grade. <laughs> and she was like, I'm about to read this book tonight. <laughs> I was like, you just too grown, <laughs> you know, but she was excited about reading and I know in That's middle crazy. school In middle school, that was the time I was most excited about reading. That was the only time I really, like, read. Like, outside of school, I read Goosebumps, I read Fear Street Mm -hmm. books, I read R.L. Stine books, but, like, outside of that, I, like, lost my passion for reading, but Mm -hmm. it's this thing that, like, black kids don't like to read, or, like, Mm -hmm. kids don't like to read. No, they they will read. They just have to be interested and engaged. You have to connect with them, so once, once you connect, or once you engage, they'll love it, so I think that not only uh, will students love this, but they'll love to read it. Like, they'll mm-hmm. read it. They'll actually read. Many students come back to me and, like, hey, man, I did the exercise. Like, I think I know my why. You That's know? Awesome. Yeah, like and, and they really love create your own look. Like, they mm. love the fact of, oh, yeah, like, create your own look. Like, they I love do. that your professor said that. Like, when I go speak, I ask, what you get back? Yeah, I love to create your own look. Because they really understand. Like, I don't let nobody tell me good luck. Well, it's not luck, bro. I prepared for this. Yes. Prepare right. for
3: that. I heard luck it is works. also known as the definition when oppor- uh, opportunity meets preparation, or that's, when preparation meets opportunity. So That's it. So the
1: story is my professor, second semester in college, he came in, and before he passed out the test, he was like, I would say, good luck, but luck is when preparation meets opportunity. Mm. And I know you all are prepared. And yeah. when he passed out the test, you could see who wasn't prepared because they was all trying to cheat. That's <laughs> always
0: true, When you're on
1: to the side, not prepared. So they're the same ones when the students that are prepared, when they get A's, the ones that's not prepared, they're the same ones that's like, you lucky. No, you're not No, I studied. You prepared. Yeah. Are you blessed? You either studied or you prepared or you blessed. You're not lucky. I think it's all a
3: compilation.
1: Yeah, yeah. I agree.
0: Awesome. We have another comment? Yeah, it says, you should work with different colleges, admissions departments and see if you can speak yeah. to the future students on the day they come for the college visits. Mm. Parents yeah. will utilize, use the opportunity to buy their child this book just from hearing the concept. I'm sure wow. Texas Southern would love this. So, yeah. so
1: definitely, that's my goal. Um, I've only worked with Prairie View and Lone Star College on the college level, but that's my goal, so I need more people to spread the word. That's why I need more followers. Mm-hmm. I need more people to spread the word about the services, because I I truly believe that I can add value as well. But I need TSU, I need U of H, I need HBU, I need Sam Houston, I need SFA, I need every local school for sure to be like, we see the value in it. Mm-hmm. And we want you to come in and add value, not only to our students but their parents, because their mm-hmm. parents for need sure. that. Yeah. Right. Parents won't give some students the information to do the fast, because they simply don't understand mm-hmm. why. They like, why am I giving you it. my taxes? I'm no, not letting mm-hmm. you know how much money I'm. No, they need that. Mm-hmm. Right. They need that th- so they can see that they need to see that you don't make no money, <laughs> so that they can measure up against this student whose parent true. making a hundred thousand, because that's why they qualify for this grant. And that student, because they'll go to the financial aid office and like, hey, why he get that and I didn't? Mm-hmm. Because you. got two parents in your household they got a combined income of 150 he's staying with just him and his mom and his mama made $25,000 who do you think deserves it so
0: So have you spoke to Dr. Austin Lane he came from Lone Star and now the president of Texas Southern
1: I haven't but I'm gonna write that's a great text wow thank you right that's amazing Austin Lane but yeah yeah so I'm gonna reach out to people like that I'm gonna add that to my long to-do list of people not to do this to that's do stuff. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> awesome. Awesome, man. Uh but yeah, yeah, so I'm definitely trying to get in contact with not only the colleges but different high schools, especially uh, high schools that's flexible, so different yes preps, kips and mm-hmm. uh, work with the high school seniors as they transition into mm-hmm. college. And all the way from eleven to twenty one. If it's middle school, I think that they need it earlier. I work with a lot of middle school average programs. The mm-hmm. students get it; mm-hmm. they understand. Mm-hmm. I broke that scenario down to them, and they like, well, yeah, that person needs the money. Mm-hmm. They understand. Mm-hmm. I start talking about the differences between like an unsubsidized loan and a subsidized loan. Mm-hmm. But if you do have to use a loan, you want to use the subsidized loan. Why? Do y'all know why? Mm-hmm. And we didn't all been through college. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have right. known either if I been if I wouldn't work. But the subsidized you loan the government pays the interest back while you're in school from the unsubsidized loan from the time that you use it it's accumulated interest wow so a lot of people don't know that that simple thing so Mm -hmm. when you go to school and they offer you the loans granted some people may have to use loans but let's see what you have to use first let's go with the sub loan first then let's go to the unsubsidized then the parent plus because no interest while you're in school then interest Mm -hmm. and then more interest so Mm -hmm. it's levels to it but you have to know what to do so it's just you know access to knowledge and, and access to information and then taking advantage of it once you get it. Yes. But But uh, yeah, I definitely want to expose more people to it. I just need it to help spread the word. That's you. beautiful. Love it. I put Dr. Austin Lane in there, Texas Southern, came from Longstar. Perfect. Wow. Thank you. And thank you for
0: that. There's right. Thank
4: you, thank you. Yes, Abbott
0: is pretty well prepared for a college mindset.
2: Definitely,
4: yeah. Yeah.
0: I, love yeah. like, I love
2: her. She's so attractive. I love her. Right? <laughs> I definitely got to pick up this copy from my little brother mm-hmm. Oh me too.
4: Watch
3: out for him. Yeah. What what I? Me. Yes. <laughs> okay. My
2: brother. I do. Right.
3: Yeah, so wow. Thank you all so yeah. so 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 Thank much you. for tuning in. This podcast has been filled with like a gazillion gems. Mm-hmm. And but before we leave, what time is it, y'all? Affirmation, affirmation time. time. It's affirmation time affirmation time. It is affirmation time. And so what is an affirmation? If this is your first time tuning in with us, an affirmation is any positive or negative statement you use to transform your life either for the good or for the demise. And so many of you probably thinking like, okay, what's a negative affirmation? I mean, I'm sure y'all heard affirmations like I'm sick, I'm tired, I'm broke. That's people favorite when I'm broke. I don't know why though. But I'm going to need y'all to just stop the madness. Stop speaking these negative things over your life. There's life and death in the power of the I mean, at the, I mean by the power of the tongue. Um, even biblically, it states, let the weak say, I am strong. So even when you're feeling weak on these days, even when you're feeling tired and broke and just not up and giddy like your normal self you don't affirm I'm feeling that you say I'm feeling the, the best the things are getting better and better every single day I'm the best version of myself I am... just start speaking life into yourself yes. and so ultimately what you are going to do is you're going to be programming that subconscious mind as we talked about earlier in the podcast today and you're just going to just, just try it and you will watch how your life begin to change your confidence begin to change and just your life begin to change for the best yes. so it is four of us we're going to go around and we're going to give you our one I am affirmation. All Just one? Oh, you can be out of menu on. Okay. So, my. anybody
1: want to go first? Is I go first. I go first. Hey, go I, ahead. Guess, uh, sure. We love I'm when our good. guests go first. All right. So, I got two that I always do. I am healthy and I am wealthy. Mm-hmm. I just love those two. Yes. Uh, but one of the main things that I'm affirming right now is I work with Michelle Obama. Mm. Uh, like I work with her. I actually applied for a fellowship with the Obamas. Nice. They're looking for twenty people. Oh. So <laughs> for, <laughs> for, <laughs> for like the last year, I've been saying I work with Michelle Obama because of her initiatives. Wow, nice. she is great. It's all geared towards college readiness. Same thing I do. So right I'm affirming that I work with you got Mrs. Michelle Obama.
3: Yes, you do. Yes. See, I told y'all we all yeah. have the greatness. He he worked with Michelle Obama. <laughs> i have a friend. He knows Obama. He's, he's with the Obamas. He is yeah. Amazing. Yeah.
4: that's amazing.
3: That's amazing affirmation. Anybody want to go next? I am
4: abundance. Yes, you are. Mm-hmm.
3: I am the best example of my best advice.
2: I am worthy of living the life that I want to live.
3: Mm. You are. Y'all. Thank you all. Thank you all yes. for your thank time, for your amazingness, for your abundance. Until next time, thank you so much, viewers out there. We love you. Tiffany, let them know all the places they can find Inspire Fire, and then Blake is going to let them know where we can find us.
0: Well, you can find Soul Filling Podcast literally everywhere. On Instagram, Soul Filling Podcast on SoundCloud, SoFundMe right. Podcast, on Google Play, SoFundMe Podcast, and on the podcast, Apple, SoFundMe Podcast, and then Facebook
3: and everything else. Right. <laughs> and also head over to Inspire Fire as well. We on Instagram, Inspire Fire Daily, Daily. and we on Twitter, Inspire Fire Daily underscore. Yes. We on Facebook, Inspire, Inspire Fire, Fire Daily, Daily. So mm-hmm. and we also have a website, Inspire Fire Daily. Dot com.
1: <laughs> and, and then my website is www.blakemotivates.com. That's BlakeMotivates.com. <clears throat> Once again, on all the social media platforms, you can find me at BlakeMotivates. I'm more active on Instagram, Blake Motivates. Uh, Twitter is BlakeMotivates. YouTube and Facebook, Blake Motivates. And then also I'm active on LinkedIn, uh, Blake C-M-O-N, Simon, S-I-M-O-N. Um, and I think that's just about everything. But, yeah, definitely YouTube, Instagram. That's where I'm looking for the most engagement. Awesome. All right.
0: We love you guys. We you love later. you. See you next Tuesday.
1: Bye. Salute.